All right, everybody, welcome back to the last episode of 2023 for your Buckbusters podcast. My name is Connor, followed by everybody Connor? else. It, what? You just said your name was Connor. No, I didn't. <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> I I'm pretty it. sure I heard Connor. I heard Connor. I heard Connor. Are you, are you guys sure you're deaf? I, I, heard, Colin. I heard Colin. I heard <laughs> Colin. Oh, anyway, back, back to you. My, my name is Colin. Welcome back to this episode of the Buckbusters, last of the 2023 chapter. And I'll fall by all my other Neanderthals and people who can't hear. So, me. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? So, long, uh, nice little two weeks off there. Yeah. I, I didn't got, want to come got, back, and I'm going to be honest with you. Got to see what three pe- ot- penguins, three otters wins in that span at the time we were off. Because I think we had just beaten or came back against Owen Sound the night we, last night we recorded. Yes. It was the night we had the big comeback against Owen Sound. We have won three games since then and lost last night. Unfortunately, a heartbreaker. Uh, not going to say anything about the officiating because, you know, the OHL officials are fantastic. So, uh, yeah. You no, fucking bold-faced oh, oh. liar. <laughs> Come here, excuse me. I want to say this. Dear OHL, if there's anybody out there listening who has powers, your officials fucking suck. All right? I can't say I can't say anything on air because we might get canceled. But they're dog shit! Yeah, we'll just say it, it was their fishing was lousy. Just and uh, rest in peace, headphone users. There, by the way. <laughs> Sorry, but like, am I wrong? No, they're I'm officials. Sorry. Like they've gone so much worse over these past uh, six years that I've I've been watching as a season ticket holder. Like it's fucking atrocious. It's like it's bad. I want not, not a single power play called for the Otters last night, and what follow four called against us, five called against us. They're bullshit. It's I just I want to go out there and punt. They, they missed every single blatant call that Erie should have gotten for them, and called every single one that could have could have been you know disallowed. Can I go punt it against us? I'd much rather punt a, punt a cat or punt little doggies versus you know watch another fishing game. Honestly, dude, like it's it's horrible, 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 horrible. But again, went on that little four game winning streak there, starting with that game in Owen Sound, and then won three straight in Erie. Uh, so that was awesome to see. But really amazing games too. This yeah. team is—it's really starting to turn around. This team and seeing how still how well I would say we did perform decent last night. There's say, definitely I'll, some weak points. You could definitely tell that our top two goal scorers being Kerry Terrence and Martin Ejak being out of the lineup. You could definitely tell that that had some effect in the locker room, had some effect on the ice. Don't mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. The Otters like no, the Otters deserved to lose the game last night. Like, yes, they they were not the better team last no, time. They were not. I'm not I'm not going to take anything away from. Uh, why am I drawing a blank on the Ottawa. Ottawa. Yeah, Ottawa's a great team. You know, there's a reason why they're number one in the East and number three in the league. Okay, they're a great team. They deserve to win a thousand percent. But at the same point, <laughs> beautiful. Excuse me. That's not the point I was trying to make. But sure, on <laughs> uh, the same points, the officiating crew has to be more fucking consistent. You know, if you're gonna make calls, make them even, and make sure you go all around and see everything first before you're like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm just gonna post them again. My yes, it's like horrible, man. Horrible, horrible, horrible. <laughs> and I, I told Colin and Kyle this just, just this on Friday night. Like, you could tell like how different the team looked compared to this time last year, going into the Christmas break. Yeah, like. At this point last year, they had just gotten on Alexei Davia and traded Christian Kyra at this point. But um, at this point in time, they were pretty much had a win or at least force a point every single game just for them to be 
in the conversation in the, the conversation of the playoffs last year. This year they're they're actually they are making they're making a name for ourselves. Like we are we are the Erie Otters, and this is who we fucking are. Like we we're currently seven in the West, seventh in the West. You know, fi- still technically we're still fighting for a playoff spot. At this rate, we're not going to finish dead last in the West. Yeah, that belongs to Windsor a thousand percent. But there's also no way we're going to you know be one or two. Third is the highest, so yeah. if at best, or at best. Mm-hmm. Unless we go on and go on, like, two separate 15-game winning streaks, which we all know that's not happening. No. <laughs> and Kitchener and Sue absolutely, you know, shoot themselves in the foot and yeah. uh, plummets. Yeah. Which Sue has been known to do that, though. Sue is usually a first-half-of-the-season team, and then they, they've been known to plummet. So I remember I know last year, it was, I think it was last season when we played them in Thanksgiving, they were, like, the best team in the in the. The conference, and then I don't think I think they finished in like seventh. They finished like seventh. Yeah, they ended up plummeting down. Seventh. Yeah, okay. As of right now, Erie seventh, one points behind uh, the sixth place Owen Sound. And so I know they lost. La- they actually lost last. Owen night. Sound lost too. Good. Yeah, they lost last night. And then eight and nine points behind the f- uh, fifth and fourth place teams, respectively, with Guelph in fifth and London in fourth. Actually, London and Sag- Saginaw are-, are tied. Wow. They yeah. both have uh, 41. Well, Saginaw's that good. I remember they, they Sag- went on that one, was that like the, the eight-game win streak or nine-game win streak? Yeah. So they, they were they were on fire for a while there. Except Saginaw gets the tiebreaker because they have one game in hand over London. And they've beaten London. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's now. besides the point. But Multiple times now. Because London, I think, is one and seven against American teams. Something like that, yeah. They finally I think they ended up beating Flint for the they first beat- American team they beat. Man, what a disappointment offense. The next challenge, I think, is what? I think it's against us on, what, the 29th, I want to say? For no, we, we do not play them we not until, play the, until the 23rd, until 24th. We, yeah, yeah, we do not play them until the new year where we're up in their barn on the 3rd. January Wednesday, 3rd, okay. January 3rd, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, the game I want to talk about mostly was last Saturday night. Uh, who did we play that night? Was that, one, like, was that the one against Guelph? Yes. Yeah, because yeah. that was the game that the, I had to miss. The one where we, the most perfect game that Erie has oh. played in quite some fucking time. That really? it was, it six was penalty, a, went Six penalties, killed every single one of them, went two for three on the power play, only gave up one, what final was four to one, five to one. Yeah, it was like at the goal. very end there. Just Benny was on his fucking game. Defense was on their fucking game. Like, and they were only running seven that game, yes, too. Yeah, like besides that one goal that they gave up, that one small hiccup, that mm-hmm. was... Oh, the all-around the most perfect game Erie has played in a long fucking time, and they in even Friday night they looked pretty damn solid too. Yeah. So I mean, if if we if this is something we can continue continue conti- consistently win, you know, Take three out of four games, go on these three or four game win streaks, we have a fighting shot this year. Like, yeah. This this could and mean something. Wait, they're giving us hope. Like this is the first time I've been actually. I've always enjoyed going to the games regardless. But this year, like, it's made me most excited, like, seeing that, how much this team is, like, really showing, like, they're, we're now, they're looking very competitive. So and, I know how Colin must feel, you know, this being your, what, your fifth season, sixth year. Yeah. Like, um, if, just finally having that, ex- I, don't, I, don't know, I, don't I don't know if you, I would actually, you've been disappointed, oh, there's an Otters game tonight, I gotta go, mm-hmm. you know. Taking out the end of the year where we had, you know, the age outs for Hoffman, Damato, selling, you know, yeah. that being the closest year that, that we made it all fallen up, you know, I think a point short. Yeah, because they had well, to We win. needed to they win that last game. Yeah, and London ended up beating, I forget who it was. Sarnia. Sar- Sarnia. Sarnia. No, you're right. London ended up beating Sarnia, and um, all we needed to do to is, beat. 
and he's going to point against Hamilton, which <coughs> that was the season where you know they went, I think, sixteen and two throughout the entire playoffs. Yeah, only, there are only two losses coming against you know in the OHL finals, yeah. which is impressive, but falling up short there. I, I can't tell you, you know, the disappointments, you know, pre-COVID. I know we got, we technically ended up making playoffs when the season was cut short because of yeah. the, the corona, uh, COVID-19. We had, what, like seven games left or something? Two games left. Was it only two? Were, I think there were, like, two, the, like four left. Th- there were, I think there were six, but four of them were at home. And yeah. we were in a playoff spot at the moment when they were like, okay, we're just going to cancel the rest of the season. If you are in a playoff spot, technically make the playoffs. If you aren't, Tough shit, and then canceling the rest of the season, which yeah. definitely was disappointing. Cause we're we're gonna seventh seed too, right? At that we point, were we eighth. Eighth. We, we, eighth. We, we were, were three points ahead of the ninth place team, whomever that it was. It was Sue at the time. Was it so? E- yeah, I was gonna Sue. So either way, like we were. Yeah, this again. Just sticking with it. If we can con- keep up this consistency, you know, keep you know, I've noticed our discipline part of the game, is our, our maturity in this part of the game has really changed. See, we're not letting the other teams piss us off as easily as they did at the beginning of the season. You know, at the beginning of the season, all it took is one hit, and we'd be going after, fighting back, taking stupid penalties. Mm-hmm. Like now, yeah. it's to that point where like we're they're, we're we're getting pit around. The teams are trying to piss us off, and we're not letting them get under our skin as much mm-hmm. as we did. You know what helps is is that man behind the bench, Stan Butler. Stan Butler, and that's the mm-hmm. one that I've said before. He he might be old, but Even his like experience the, that he has around the league and around like, within his tenure. It's going to help anybody, whether you're as young as the Otters or as old as, I know it's a different league, but as old as the fucking Penguins. It's when you I know. first noticed it, I think, I think I said this on the show like the, the night after that game, was that game against London, the most recent game against London in Erie. You could tell London was trying so fucking hard to get under our skin, to get us to fight back, to get us to do something, and throw to, us to, off to, to throw us off our game, and we didn't let it happen. Nope. Even a, a, another dirty team that we just played on Friday night, North Bay, Colin mentioned, you know, it's, you know, ironically, Stan Butler's old team. You know, they are not also known to be a very aggressive, very violent kind they, of team. They're, they're a big physical very, team. Very that, grinder type team. Yeah. And, well, the the one team that I can kind of compare them to via NHL is Boston. Yeah. I mean, they've always been a good team. They've always used their size to their advantage, you know, throwing around bodies. And it's not part, like part, not like in a dirty way, it's just that's just their game. Like it's it's, it's, their it's style. very clean. It's, they they know how to get they know how to do it not to get away with it, but they know how to do it in a clean manner. They know how to you know, go, to, go, to put uh, up a, a fair fight, you know. And they definitely had a big, tough forecheck whenever they went on the power play, you know. No, their their system that they had on their power play was, hey, you, like, so, hey, you, you're a big guy, take your ass, park it in front of the net, and fucking stay there. So like, it's, almost, like so it's so. almost like Washington or Philly, the way they play. They can get away with a lot of what we would consider... Dirty or uh, unprofessional no, or, un- or unprofessional maneuvers. No, where that, that's, Lon- that's more London. We're talking yeah, more North, North Bay. Is more of the they, they can get they know how to get away with it in a clean manner. Yeah, they, you know, they they play a very clean game, but a very physical game at the same time. Yeah, they might be big and in your face, but they're you know they're good about it, and they're mm-hmm. you know they're on the clean side. They, they, of the they don't put they don't push their limits. They don't push it too far. Like they we, know we, how to play it. Like it just. Right in the, th- the thin line of physical. Yeah, here, here's the line. We go up and we might tap it once or twice. That's it. We, we, yeah. we, we might dance on the line, do a little jiggy with it. But I mean, other than that. <laughs> but um, so like you're saying, like North Bay just redlines at the entire game. They go yeah. through and they're you know foots on the gas pedal, hitting the accelerator all day long, in and out, no matter what, yeah, nonstop. And that's, 
as long as I've been going to Otters games, I know North Bay has always been that team where we're like, fuck, we're playing North Bay. Yeah. Or, or, or even back in the day, so, oh, we're playing Brampton tonight. I mean, yeah. imagine if Erie was like that, where we just didn't let off the gas pedal. And we, that's, we, we, we were. That's the main reason we had those you I know, know. Four, four straight 50-win seasons. I know. Back until the final year, finally, finally doing it all. You know, I mean that's. Well, we, they need to. Or as we as need as to the, get back we, if to we can that. keep up this consistency, man, we we have a shot this year, man. It's oh yeah, it's looking very promising for us right now. I'm maybe. saying, and it's gonna be a hot take. We're gonna get a 35, maybe, maybe not a 40 win season, but at least a 35 win season. I'm gonna I can see it. I'm gonna Arkansas. go. I'm gonna go maybe like if, just if, over 40. If, I think if, if we, we don't push at least 28 to 30, then it's I'd call it a disappointing season. I think yeah. if we can keep no. the consistency up, I'm gonna go like 42. Yeah. Just a touch. If we if over. we continue playing the way we have been, yes. Yeah, just a touch over. You know, continue we're winning three, three, win three or four, lose, win three or four more, lose, and yes, yeah. I can see it. So pushing. You know, the otters right now, it's like getting into a brand new car with a really touchy gas. Just yeah. it's it's one of those <laughs> things. If you press too hard, you're gonna make exactly. It's like a mistake. Exactly. If you yeah, if you press if no, you okay. if you <laughs> push it too much, you're gonna go through a brick wall your first day driving. <laughs> You know, but if you learn, if you don't tap it enough, you're not going to go anywhere. But if you learn to just control that gas pedal and just control how you do everything in that car, and with that acceleration, you will be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah, just like looking at last year, like I'll compare this year, like just last year, like what did we on- finish with last year? Eighteen wins, twenty-one, twenty-one. We already have what fifteen this year? Fourteen? Um, because they finished twenty-one four. 42 and 5 with 49 points. And already this season, uh, we already have like 38 wins. They're 14, 12, and 4 right yeah, now. Yeah, already have 14 wins on the. If, so if you tell me we only win another seven games on the season, oh, <laughs> like, so, I will discontinue. Like, I will stop becoming a season ticket member if that happens. And I'm not kidding about that. Is that, is that. is that as serious as Ethan having to get Toronto tattooed on his ass? Mm-hmm. Even though that's not going to happen, I think Toronto's currently in second right now. So Ethan's dodging that bullet. So <laughs> for now he is. How about we'll add a little bit to the uh, to the bet. If you win, I'll get the Maple Leafs tattooed on my ass. If I win, I get to do a cold brand on your ass. On me or him? On you. You. You're the one that made the bet. I don't even remember the bet, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, what, what is the bet? To be honest, like, to if, so if Toronto, if Bubble, Bubble, Bubble in his predictions had Toronto finishing seventh in their division, in the and, standings predictions. And I told Bobo, and I and him and I both shook on it, and I said if he is correct again, because he, he was talking about doing his typical Bobo thing of, oh, well, I guess Dallas corrected two years ago. <laughs> Man. So that means True. I'm a god of hockey predictions. <laughs> So, I made him the bet that I told him if he manages to get Toronto, because we all gave him vicious amounts of shit for him for him saying Toronto is going to be in seventh, and I told him if he if Toronto ends up finishing in seventh, and you manage to pull this out of your ass again. I will go out of my way to get the Toronto Maple Leafs emblem tattooed on my ass. <laughs> okay. And now I just added that if he loses, I get to do a cold, what's known as a cold brand on what, him. I'm not sure what that is. So a cold brand is where you take a branding iron, you dip it in liquid nitrogen until it is frozen cold, 
and then you stick it too. Yeah, I don't know if I'm down to get a brand. We'll see. It'll just be a cold brand. It'll just be temporary. If you want, we could do a hot brand. No. <laughs> I, know, I have plenty of places where I could get a fucking branding iron. Oh, fuck. We'll see. We'll, 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 we'll come up with something for Bobo to have to do for his... I mean, I already know the one challenge is fucking... I get the paintball and maple leaf on your back. I actually kind of like that. I'll I get to take I get to take my paintball gun and outline a maple leaf on your back. It's gonna you suck, go. fucking donkey dick. I'll, I'll <laughs> Can we verify? Yes. No, Can we, we get verification? We I got the handshake. Yes. All right. Oh, what did I get myself? I'll, I'll print out something to the cutout. That's like a, pa- a paintball, uh, not a paintball, a paper. A thing target. To, a target. So you can go around it, and if you miss, even if you hit the, the logo, it's still going to hurt us. Like, it's going to hurt like fuck. Yeah, it hurts going to hurt like fuck. <laughs> Don't make the paintballs frozen, please. I was just going to use marbles, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've, put, I've played paintball once and only once, and I have a little bit of fucking PTSD from it, because I, I was like, Sixth grade, I went. I was in fifth grade. I went with my dad on a field trip, and I got shot in the belly button with a frozen paintball. And it didn't explode, so I was still technically in. But I lifted my shirt, and my entire stomach was bruised. And I sat out the rest of the game. I didn't want to play. And my dad's like, "You sure you don't want to play?" And I'm like, "I'm pretty sure." All right, let's do some Pugduko. Let's bring this bitch up. I know Colin prematurely brought it up when we got. Do you want me to do that? Oh, yeah, sure. We'll do that first real quick. So, scrolling through Facebook, I I ended up finding a uh, a tier list of goalies. It's a six-tier list. Uh, it's the best goalies in NHL history based on talent and accomplishments. Okay. So, we're going to start at tier one, which is... I just want to see what you guys say if you're saying... Start, start at six, then. Start at six, yeah. So from six, we have. I'm just gonna go off of the names that we would recognize, because there's a lot of names on here that I don't even know who the fuck they are. Did you switch with me? No. Okay, I'm losing my shit then. Well, that's pretty. Uh, so at tier six, for the ones that we know, are Mike Richter, Tom Barrasso, Ron Hextall, and Chris Osgood. Well, these better be some solid fucking names for five to one. Then there's three of those right away that I think deserve higher. Who Richter Barrasso and Osgood? Yeah, right off the bat, yeah. I think all three of those deserve higher. Yeah. So let's see what else we got. Number five is, uh, let's see, we have Carey Price, Grant Fear, Cujo, Tim Thomas, and Mike Vernon. I don't know who Tim Thomas is. He was Boston's goalie. Okay. Boston's. Okay. Vesna winner, Consmith winner. Okay. I'll just say, so I know the other. Like, that's probably way before Bubba started following hockey, so. Yeah. That was the 2010, 2011. Yeah. yeah. I didn't start following 2011 hockey cup He was the, the Consmith winner for Boston. Yeah, I didn't really. I'd say, he, I'd say right away, switch him and, uh, at least switch him and one of the guys from Tier 6. I can't remember the. the uh, Barrasso, Richter, and Osgood. Yeah, so which at least, I'd say probably Osgood's probably the best out of those, if not yeah. Barrasso. Yeah. I'd say it's a tie between him and Barrasso. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tier four is... Tony Esposito, Ed Belfour, and the man himself, George Vesna. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. 
I mean, yeah, that's that's a fair one. I mean, yeah, Fresno, I mean, it's named after him for a reason, so he deserves a high spot on yeah. the list. Uh, for tier three, we have uh, Johnny Bauer, Roberto Luongo, and Henrik Lundqvist. Okay, yeah. Now. Tier two, we have Terry Sawchuk, uh, Jacques Plant, Ken Dryden, and Glenn Hall. Okay, also, that's fair. Uh, yeah. You can almost, I bet you, at least one of you can guess who the top three are. Three? Yeah. Wah? Yes. Brodor? Yes. Hasek? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's at least one. It's okay, simple, it's Yeah. I, what was Carey Price at five? Carey Price was at five. I bump him up to four. Yeah. 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 I, just, I would say bump him and Cujo up to four. Yeah. yeah. What, Thomas yeah. was in four? Thomas uh, was in five. Thomas right? was in five. Thomas was in five as well? Okay. Thomas is properly rated. Though. I know there are going to be a bunch of people out there saying, you know, Carey Price doesn't belong in this, you know, he doesn't belong, he doesn't belong. I was like, look. He, ne- it, he never won a cup, like. He might not look good enough. We need, like did, did Henrik Lundqvist we need to win stop. A cup? No, he didn't. I feel like, and I'm Never. gonna just, I'm gonna give my state of the fucking union right now because I, I'm in like eight hockey groups, and well, I'm some s- of them are I'm, so fucking. Dumb. I'm sick yeah. and tired of seeing these window licking, Windex sucking, fucking <laughs> knob jockeys. Much. I'm going to be word. a professional TikTok influencer, fucking fourteen year olds being like, oh well. He's really not that good because he doesn't have... He must not be that good because he doesn't have a cup on him. And I'm oh. like, dude, I guarantee you, your dad wishes he shot you into a tube sock. <laughs> like, look, like... Yeah, look at the teams that were at. I mean, sure, there are there some great, great teams. Like, go lick a fucking electrical outlet, for God's <laughs> sakes. Like, th- I'm sorry. I, I've, I've gotten into so many arguments over the last, like, six months because, I'm, well, this guy's better than this guy because said guy doesn't have a fucking cup. It's like people were talking about McDavid. One of the games or groups that I'm a part of, people were talking shit about McDavid just because he doesn't have a fucking cup. And I'm like, the dude has been one of the top point scorers since he's been in the fucking NHL. I mean, I can agree with him to the only extent is... I don't think McDavid will be able to do it in Edmonton. Like that, and that's what I said. I said he will not win a cup with Edmonton. But he will. He will, but it will not be with Edmonton. Yeah. Um. Well, he doesn't have a cup now, and I'm like, just oh my god, go eat fucking dirt. Like, I seriously. I mean, hope- he, I mean David's gotten what is it like? It's like 34 points in the last 10 games or something like that. Like yeah. It's fucking... He, st- he started off very, very slow. I mean, Edmonton started off very, very slow. They're still not doing that good. But McDavid himself, again, is doing McDavid but things no, and going But no, these off. motherfuckers just make me want to... I've never wanted to get hit by a bus so bad in my life. And I just realized, like, dude, you... When are you going to realize that you're a failure to your parents? <laughs> just... Go back on TikTok, get your five minutes of fame, and then fall into hopeless drug addiction. I'm just kidding. That's really bad. <laughs> um, moving on. Moving on. Um, I'm going to kind of spin off of Ethan here. Um, I know you guys see me looking up Conor McDavid here, but I have something. I actually have something on my, my computer since I froze the TV. Uh, Conor McDavid. We all know that John Tavares recently scored his 1,000th 
career point. As Maple, well, not I saw, only I saw this. Yeah, against I, I know Islanders. You're going with this. I saw this. Yeah. yeah, as the as an Islander, well, against Islanders, which is kind of ironic. The I team that drafted tough. him, the team that he spent most of his career with, he's he scored his one thousandth career points against the Islanders. Now, but turning it over to McDavid, currently McDavid has eight hundred ninety-one career points. The Edmonton's not playing tonight. I don't think they play until Tuesday. Yeah, I think you're right. On this season. He has, in his 26 games played, he has 41 points. Wow. Yeah. I know it's not, I know it's a far stretch, and it might be a hot take, but if it's not this season, what do you guys think about seeing him reach 1,000 career points within the next year? Calendar year. Oh, it'll happen. I think this, you got this from the, the Steve Dangle podcast. Shout out to Steve Dangle. Yeah, like, they so also I, talked about this. Yeah, I, uh, that, that's actually the reason why I wanted to bring it up with you guys, because I saw yeah. Steve talking about this. I'm like, I kind of want to see what your guys' opinions are on this. Yeah, we and we, where we, we love we, Steve Dangle. We don't yeah. want to take anything from him. All no, no, the, all, this credit all, goes to him for talking about this first. Yeah, everything goes to Steve Dangle. He was the reason why he gave, like, he was the one who gave me influence. You know, he was the one who gave me this idea. But I kind of want to take take his thoughts and see what you guys think it's, as low level, like low tier kind of podcasters. I mean, seeing he put up what was it one fifty four last season? One fifty three. One fifty three last season. So if he does that again, that's another one thirteen, and he's at eight eighty one right now. Eight ninety one. Oh, oh, it's right there. Yeah. So yeah. Oh man, he. He's, even if he goes up and hits exactly, he if he hits exactly one fifty again, that would put him at. Uh, that put him at a thousand. So, do you see that it's possible? Maybe this season, barring that he stays healthy, barring he, you know, he, st- him, and Leon stay in this absolute freaking terror that they've been on. Whether it's last season, and it wasn't past five games this season. Shut up, Ethan. Uh, within the past five games this season, it's, where do you think he will I, land? I do think that slow start kind of put a dent put a dent in that. I think it'll be early so I, to mid next season as well. It'll, it'll, it'll be, with, it'll be within the first yes. month of next season, I think. I think it's gonna be early next season that he does and it. And all depends it depends on if he stays, does, does he get moved? Like I am not sure how much left he has left on his contract. Uh, but I, I know the, the rumors have already been swirling that if Edmonton doesn't push it far this year then he might end up end up might, might end up moving him. But somebody's gonna have to pay a pretty fucking penny for him. What or we're talking like in terms of like, let's say let's say in terms of Toronto, they're gonna have to give up, like Willie Nylander, uh, Mitch, a Mitch Mar- like a Mitch Marner, Willie Nylander, Morgan so, Riley type package. Like, uh, currently is in, uh, he after this season he'll have two years left on his current contract with the Edmonton Oilers. He does have a no movement clause, so you can pick and choose okay. where he goes. So, yeah, that'll run through the end of the 2025-2026 season. Yeah. Okay. So, and he makes, what, 9 mil a year? 9.5? I knew it was cl- like... Uh, 12.5. 12.5 a year. Wow. Right? And he have players like fucking Shohei Otani, who just signed a 10-year, $700 million deal. Whoa! Did you not see that? I no! That's only been, like, the biggest piece of news the past week. Oh, so I know I what have, I He signed a deal for 10 years, $700 million. Seventy million dollars. The Dodgers. The Dodgers. Mm -hmm. Shocker. Seventy million dollars a year. Yeah, I saw that. To play baseball. (laughs) Well, I mean, it is Shohei Otani. Yeah, and it is. I mean, I I understand. I can see baseball players why they make that amount because they play 162 fucking games a season. 
No. But, but, also, but 70 million? Hold on. But also, you know, they're kind of in the phase where like, it was like the, the NHL before the 0405 season lockout. Right? Yeah. Because, they you know, have you, no salary. They have no salary cap. So all these bigger yeah. market teams that actually have the cash drop. Like like the the cash Yankees, the Dodgers. Yeah, should have played Sox. baseball. The Red Sox. Yeah, to, to draw from even these smaller market teams, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, I don't want to say Houston because they, they have they're, a bigger market. I mean, yeah. But, but I, oh, Oakland, San Diego, like, you know, these smaller, these smaller market teams are left out to drive. And then they, they get fucked year in and year out. I'm not saying that Pittsburgh's a good a good baseball town because they're not. No. no. And I, I know as I'll Pittsburgh f- Pirates fans that you fan, fan base is always, I'm always going to be a Pirates fan. I mean, regardless of what. I happens. mean, they're look. I'm I'm a fucking Cleveland Guard uh, Indians fan. Yeah. I, Indians. Yes, I said it. Yep. it they're the Indians. I still I call I still call them the Indians too. And I Pirates. and I like. Man, them. you're just all full of piss and vinegar tonight, aren't <laughs> Fuck you? Fuck yeah, I am. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. Man, you're just yeah, all kind of bent out of shape. We it's the holiday season to work. What do My anesthesia wore out. All I've been pissing is vinegar. <laughs> but going back, yeah, it's to McDavid. I mean, $12.5 million a year. For somebody to be able to afford that, there's there's not a lot of teams right now that will be able to afford that. No. Obviously, I mean, Tam- obviously Tampa won't be able to afford that. Colorado won't be able to afford that. Pittsburgh Tam- won't be able to afford that. Tampa, Pittsburgh, Vegas, Colorado. The Rangers are up there, but they still have a little bit of wiggle room for a smaller, like, bottom six forward or something. Yeah. A bottom feeder, as you would say. Yeah. Uh, Arizona has a shit ton of room. Oh, Ari- um, I don't think he would go to Arizona. No, but I'm I'm just saying, you know, there what options are out there if he were to move somewhere else? No, Arizona, watch. San Jose. Yeah, I, you know, no, he, watch. Him hitting a thousand this season. It, it might it might be a stretch. It, it's. It's, it's it's McDavid, be, so it's not it's never out of the realm of discussion. No. It's never out of the realm of possibility. It's just a matter of when versus if. Yeah. No. Watch. I'll say What's if he does it, it's probably going to be within the last like week or two. Let's say within the last like he's, he'll do like the last game or something. You know, it's it's he's going to be it's pushing. Because it's McDavid. Yeah. I mean, no. Watch. What's going to end up happening is he's going to get traded out of fucking Edmonton, and then watch Austin Matthews is going to go to Edmonton. Do M- Matthews for McDavid. Can you imagine. Um, Anyways. No, watch it be <laughs> Crosby for McDavid. Oh, they wouldn't do that. Crosby's too old at this point. Crosby, you want 36 now? 37. 37. 87? Oh. 87, eight. yeah, 36. So it'll turn 36 in August, yeah. All right, let's uh, finally jump into uh, some Puck Duco here. Puck Doku, Puck Duco. Oh, wow. All right, I know he put this up before, and I know Ethan said he already had two. I think. I, I think. Okay, what do you got? Um, I can't remember. Did Jerome Ginglot ever play for Vancouver? Nope. No. Motherfucker. Let's see if me and him are thinking the same thing. I was thinking something different. Well, who were you thinking for? I was thinking Yager. That might be a lower percentage. But can Yager go Chuck. anywhere else? I don't think Yager can go anywhere else. No. Yager could go Devils, Panthers, right? Yeah, that might be. Yager, yeah. Yager played for the Devils, didn't he? Yeah, because yep. that would be our hardest one. Boom. Jagger. Yeah, there's what, 50% on that one? <laughs> 38. 38. I can't, I can't outread those numbers from here. Um, 38. Okay. Um, 38. Okay, good. Winnipeg and Calgary. Uh, Calgary, Vancouver, Chris Tanev? I was going to think Jacob Markstrom. That could also work. Or wait, did... Uh, was Chris Tanev, was wait, Chris Tanev no. Vancouver or Winnipeg? I know he played Vancouver. No- was Vancouver? Well, I'm did not confident. Cor- correct me if I'm wrong. Did Thatcher Demko ever play for Calgary? No. no. 
Well, I'm not confident in Tana, but I am really confident in Markstrom. Still Markstrom, so. then, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather get it right. Check the Markstrom. Yeah, I'd much rather get it right than take a, take a swing at it. Uh, Florida, Arizona, Nick Bukestad? Ooh. Ooh Did he play call. for Florida? I think so. I think he played a year. Cause he came, yeah, he came over in the McCann trade, didn't he? He came over he, with McCann from Florida. Yeah, he played in Florida. I wasn't sure if he played in. He's in Arizona right now, isn't he? He's been uh, in Arizona the past couple years. Florida, Pittsburgh, Minnesota, and you know what? Now he's played in Edmonton for a while, for like a, well, a while as in like a year, maybe a year and a half. I'm pretty sure he played for Arizona. All right, here uh, we go. Okay. Who, nice. Right, nice. Good class. I think Arizona is going to be our toughest. I, I must have completely blocked that out of my memory. I, I was, pr- I wasn't, I wasn't like to a T confident, but I was, I was pretty confident there. Oh yeah, 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 that's who I was thinking of. Twenty-one percent. He's, he's with what forty? So who's the who's the I, big name? No, at, who's, he's still in Vancouver. Who's no, the no, big no, name? Oh, I know he moved. He's not in Vancouver anymore. I think well, it was to Florida. I'm pretty sure. Well, I know now, he moved. Now that he's off the board. I know he moved. I'm pretty sure it was to Florida. Um, Vancouver and New Jersey. Oh, fuck. You're oh, right. By the way, we didn't even say this. By the way, going across the top, we got Florida, Vancouver, Winnipeg, and then down the column, or down the, yeah, the rows, sorry, on the left, we got Calgary, Arizona, and New Jersey. And we're you're, you're right. You're okay, right. He's I'm sorry. I, okay. I didn't realize he moved to Florida. I, w- so. I, I might have been wrong. I knew he got moved. I wasn't sure. I wasn't 100% that. Yeah, no, I knew you were right that he wasn't in Vancouver anymore. I just didn't know where he landed. Wait. So. Wait. No. No, 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 no. Um, for Winnipeg, New Jersey, could, uh, Mark Stahl? Oh, Mark, Mark Stahl never played a, no. in. He didn't play for well, either, either one of those, I don't think. I yeah, thought no. there was a Stahl that played for Jersey, at no. least. No. No. You might be thinking of Jordan Eric, who played in Carolina, but those are the only two. That's what that, okay. I keep fucking flipping Jersey and Carolina. Oh, uh, no, never mind. I was gonna say Timu for Arizona Winnipeg, but he played for. I was. He he played with the Winnipeg Arizona franchise. Winnipeg Arizona. Did, did he, he play for the? For, did he play for the Atlanta Winnipeg franchise? No, he only okay. played. He only played for the Winnipeg that's Arizona what, okay. franchise. That's, that's what I was trying to figure. That's where I got. Okay. No, you're you're good. It just. I was thinking same, the same. Same names, just yeah. you know, <laughs> just okay. two different franchises. No, 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 no. Part of me, I was going to say, part of me, I feel like I remember Lucic spending time in Winnipeg. Lucic has only done uh, Edmonton, Calgary, and big chunk in Boston. Right? He played Calgary, right? Lucic yes. was Calgary. He played in Edmonton. He played in Boston. Yeah, that's, he played that's in what L- I said. He played in LA I don't know why year. part of me remembers oh, right. seeing him in a Winnipeg sweater. No. What about the dude? I can't think of his name. He gets traded everywhere. He has to fit in somewhere. Oh, so yeah. He didn't play for it. Anyway. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, sorry. Surprisingly enough, he. Didn't I was play gonna for say any of these fucking the, teams. The he only has to... team he played for is Toronto, and he did play for Arizona for a did, little bit. And his first stints. Did Eric Halla play for Vancouver? Halla Batgirl, maybe. Oh, well, shut up. Eric Hall, mm-hmm. I believe he's still currently on New Jersey. I, I think he spent all his time out east. So yeah, so I'm, far? Not, okay. I'm not confident. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I can't remember if he played for any Canadian team. I know for the Jer- Devils for sure. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, I think oh, that's right. Where yeah, you, where he you gonna say? Rangers, Islanders, Flyers. I think I got the wrong Canadian. Wild. Wild. Who are you thinking? Uh, Jersey and Vancouver. I, I can't remember if, it was, if there was one Canadian team up there. No, no, I think no. he's all I his said, time's from Spain. What fucking okay. Canadian team did he play for? Cam Talbot. Yeah. Calgary, Edmonton. And now he's down in Minnesota, LA. Yeah. So. Fuck. I, I have a feeling, for some reason, I'm getting a, that goalie vibe for Jersey and Winnipeg. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Cor- Corey Snyder. Yeah, wow, nice Bo- goal. Boa Holtnia. Boa, honestly, like goalie. What did I do, goalie? Yeah, Corey. Corey Snyder's a goalie. He, oh, he's shit. He's originally I was, in Vancouver. I was going to say, I'm getting, like, we haven't said a goalie yet. I'm getting, like, major he's goalie had, vibes. How do I spell his last name? I think it's C-O-R-Y for his first name. C P R U, yeah, great. Cl- yeah. Good typing. No, uh, Kyle's right. S C H. There nice you go. Pick nice. Up. Nice pull, Colin. No, boom with the assist, baby. <laughs> hey, I, again, I was like, there's so, a goalie somewhere on this list, and it was. Winnipeg, Calgary. So we just need the whole Winnipeg column being Winnipeg, Calgary, Winnipeg, I think, Arizona. I think or Winnipeg, Winnipeg New and New Jersey might be another goalie. Or Winnipeg and Calgary. One of the Canadian teams, there's a goalie. I think there's another goalie somewhere I don't think in there. Ke- I don't think Kiprasov would have played long enough to go to Winnipeg. I don't know why I'm just getting that fucking uh, Spidey sense that I had. There's a goalie in there. Sentence. Yeah, Vladar. I think he only. He's, he's. I don't think he went to Winnipeg. I just don't know who's on fucking Winnipeg. Neither do. Well, what about like Braden Shen or? No. Um, Tyler Toffoli never played for Winnipeg. <sighs> Weger never played for Winnipeg. Uh, what about what, um? What about Blake Wheeler? Yeah, that's who no, I was trying only to with the Winnipeg and the Rangers. Okay, okay. I couldn't remember if he was it, with another team. Did, yeah, this is the was, first. Was yeah, he drafted by Winnipeg? Yes. Yeah, he was drafted by Atlanta, technically, I believe. Or but same franchise. Yeah. You know either, what I mean? Yeah. Either way, like this is the first season where he's not with the Winnipeg franchise. Oh, that, that oh this Arizona Winnipeg is going to be the hardest one, I think. I think if we keep thinking, we can get the other two, but Winnipeg Arizona, that's going to be a tough one. Calgary. Because we, we we might have to go all the way back to. What about Kovalchuk? Ilya Kovalchuk. Did he play for he, Arizona? He. Well, no, he played with both the Devils and then the Atlanta Winnipeg franchise. Right, so, so yeah, Ilya Kovalchuk. Okay. He's not Arizona, but... What is it? I-L-L-Y-A? I-L-Y-A. I-L-Y-A. I don't know if he had two eyes. Kovalchuk. Ilya <laughs> Kovalchuk. <laughs> Good call, Kyle. Um, But no, he... Yeah, Kyle's right. He did play with that franchise, the Winnipeg-Atlanta franchise. So, Calgary... Oh, Jesus, Ethan. <laughs> Calgary, Calgary, and Winnipeg. Um... <laughs> Damn it, Ethan. You gotta stop, man. Yeah, he's been fucking... Ethan's gassy tonight. It's the popcorn. <laughs> no, I should stop making popcorn on popcorn. I really feel like I know Winnipeg and Calgary. I'm so would do it be, I. Did, would it be somebody did, like... Did Chris Tanev also play for Winnipeg? No, I don't think uh, so. No, Brandon Tanev played for Cal- uh, for Winnipeg, but Chris did not. I think this is going to be way too late, and I'm, I'm almost guaranteed to be wrong. But for Winnipeg-Calgary, I'm just going to toss a name out there. So we have Matthew. What about Keith? Keith Kachuk? He, he played for Arizona. I'm pretty sure. Yes, he did. He played for Phoenix. Like when they back when they were Phoenix. Keith did. But I don't I don't think he played for Winnipeg. 
Yeah, I'm just I'm not confident. That's that's my only issue. I'm really not confident with. It's just well, it it's old Winnipeg franchise, so Arizona it'll be Arizona technically. See, that's what I'm getting get drunk because I have another name. It's just figuring out. Oh, Jesus, dude, so, take it away! Or take it away! I don't think I don't think Keith no. Chuck played. So I don't think Keith Chuck played for. Take it away. It would be Atlanta. Well, I don't think he Kachuk played for Atlanta. Let's hear what Jeffy has yeah, to say. He, he, he said he has a name. He the, the Winnipeg Arizona franchise, not the, Ari- uh, the Winnipeg. Not the Arizona Jets. See, that's Jets. what's yeah. throwing me off because the one name I'm trying to think of is Shane, is Shane Doan. Yeah, he only played for yeah. the, the Arizona that's Winnipeg what franchise. What about... I'm thinking like small names like... like yeah. I'm, I'm thinking like fourth liners, eighth, eighth, like seventh, eighth defensemen. T- not Tucker, Tucker Pullman. Who? Exactly. I know he played for Winnipeg. I know he played for Vancouver. I want to say he spent some time in Calgary. No, I'm not confident. We'll save that for last, like our like our ninth guess when we're blanking. I don't even know. Why is this giving us such a freaking hard time here? Well, because Arizona. Does, dude. Well, Arizona. There's. I mean. I think the thing we're struggling with the most, especially with Arizona and Winnipeg, is we're thinking both old. Like the old. We're thinking four different four different teams, quote unquote. It's two separate franchises, but we're thinking of trying to think four different teams. Sidney Crosby. <laughs> thinking Dustin Bufflin never played for Calgary. He uh, he only played in the Atlanta Winnipeg franchise. What about like? Did he? Okay. Yeah, because he. He went down with a high. Well, he started with Chicago. Team. Bufflin started with Chicago. Oh, I'm pretty shit. sure Bufflin was on the you 2010 Cup team. You're right. Shit, I forgot. I forgot. My bad. But no, you're right, Kyle. Um. My God, this is tough. And I'm thinking like I'm thinking I'm yeah I'm thinking Atlanta. I'm thinking like Andrew An- Ladd, Brian Little. Anthony potentially. Could have played on any one of these three teams. I don't think so. I don't think he played for any of those three. I'm just trying to throw random names out that were in this era. I mean, we might as well just try it. We have two spots left. Worst case, we go fucking seven for nine. I mean, I'd be more confident with Tucker Pullman than I would be with Miami. Okay. Well, what what spot is he again? Uh, Calgary, Winnipeg. Take a shot. Tucker Pullman. I'm not 100%, but I mean, it's a guess. No? no? Okay. I know he played for Winnipeg. I wasn't sure if he played for Calgary. Um, um, it's going to be an obvious one, too. Watch. We're going we're gonna to look at it, and we're going to punch ourselves in the face. There's people probably listening screaming a name into their fucking phone right now. I know Mike Smith did Calgary, Arizona, but and, yeah. obviously he never did Winnipeg. What? Uh, no. No, he never played for Winnipeg. No, did he, yeah, did he spend time in Atlanta? No, no, I was. For yeah. some reason, the first thing that came to the, my head Did he ever was, play for the Thrashers, though? No, because Mike, Mike Smith no. was, I think, I don't know, he was, he was drafted within their time, but never played with the Atlanta Winnipeg franchise. Because I know he's, I know he's done teams like Edmonton, and uh, Calgary, Arizona. I think he spent a little, a very little time in LA, but he's never done the Atlanta Winnipeg franchise. Okay. No, I was for some reason, and I know it's wrong. I spit it out there. Mark Giordano. 
He was the one that came up for Atlanta. No, he's or only Calgary he's only uh, Calgary, Seattle, Calgary, Tr- yeah, Calgary, Seattle, Toronto. So. I, don't I knew know. He, I knew he played for another Canadian team. I just couldn't I'm blanking. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm just I'm about tapping out of here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm thinking defenseman. I'm thinking defenseman for Calgary, Winnipeg, but nothing like is screaming at me. Not Zadarov, not did Brent, not well, good, did good Branson ever play for Winnipeg? Erica Branson. I can't remember. Again, I'm not. I just I don't have the confidence there. My my gut's telling me no, and I trust my gut. So the other one I could think of, I don't think he Clearly. played for Calgary though, is um Brandon Dillon. Oh, I know Washington and Winnipeg. Washington and Winnipeg. It's just, not a bad guess, but again, I'm not, I'm not confident on Calgary it's, now. It's just Calgary. I don't remember. Brandon Dillon. I don't think I don't think he played for Calgary. I know Washington and Winnipeg for sure. I just don't. Not Kadri never played for Atlanta or Winnipeg. Elias Lindholm. Where did Elias Lindholm get drafted to? Wasn't he like Boston? No, no. I know Calgary. He spent some time was in Calgary. He Van- I think he was Vancouver. Might have been. Elias Lindholm. I think he might have been Carolina. All right. Well, who are the six defensemen for Winnipeg? Can we name? Can we name any defensemen um, for Winnipeg? Brendan Dillon, obviously. No, he's not in Winnipeg. Yeah, I think he's with Washington now. No, he's not with Washington. Where's he now? I don't know. I, I know he... He's not with either of those teams. That's play, where is he, he is. Is he even playing? I don't want to look it up in the middle of the game because I feel like that's cheating, if I'm going to be honest with you. True, 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 true. Yeah, Maybe. he is with Winnipeg because I have him I'm on I'm trying to think in oh, fantasy. Okay. I have him on fantasy. I'm thinking Bear. I, didn't think, I think he... I'm thinking I like, thought again, you only did a I'm going to, like, I'm trying to think like the smaller, like the smaller names on Arizona Lake. Like Barrett Hayden... Who? Exactly. He's like a he's somebody over in Arizona that's not too well known. Timu, oh, we said no. I just want to throw a name in there to see what. Just throw a name. Just first one. What do you, you think? Repeat. We're, I'm tapped. I'm tapped. What do you think? What are you saying? I don't know. Just you know what? Just throw in like Mika Cooper, Keepersov, or something. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's All right, what we, what's the obvious one we're missing? Riddick and Andrew Ladd. Andrew? I said that! I said Andrew I said Andrew Ladd or Brian Little. I was going through those, like, Thrashers guys. I was saying that. We could have said Keith Yandel, too. Oh, Four, my Florida, God. I, was, I said Andrew Ladd. Ken, Mackenzie uh, Weger. I literally said Andrew Ladd. No. Do we want a redemption one? Yeah. Yeah, I'll do Fuck another it. one real quick. I don't think I played yesterday, so we could do yesterday's. I didn't do yesterday's <coughs> either. I didn't even look. Oh, jeez. Drafted first. Oh, yeah, I do remember. I, I think remember. I did do this I, I struggle with the first rounds. All right. Well. Oh, I have one immediately for... Uh, no. Because I don't think he ever spent time in L.A. I was going to say Claude Giroux for no. Flyers in L.A., but no. Wait, I, oh, hold on. If, if these two did... I, I, did I did this one yesterday, I'm pretty sure. I know, at least... No, I, I did most of it. So. Well, hold on. Let's do another one so then we can all do a chip in. Fridays, yeah. Okay, I'm not familiar with this one. Okay. I'm familiar with it, but I don't think I would have finished it. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo Vancouver, Ryan Miller. Yeah. And then uh, Capitals, Vegas, there's a big name that I'm blanking on. Buffalo, Vegas. Oh, we got to do this we, again. Yeah, we <laughs> we, we, we got to announce it. So the the columns going left to right are Vancouver, San, San Jose, and Vegas. 
and the Rose, top to bottom, Buffalo, Dallas, and the Capitals. Washington, Vegas, Chandler Stephenson. Yeah. So I think he was on Washington for that cup run. Okay. Uh, oh, boy. Who from Dallas was drafted in that expansion draft for Vegas? If I can remember way back then. It wasn't Alexiak, I don't think. Alexiak was Seattle. Okay, that's right, yeah. It wasn't... No, because Glenn Denning was never down in... I know no, for, he was down in I know Dallas, Dallas wasn't Vegas. he? Luke, Luke Glenn Denning? Yeah. Luke Glenn Denning. Evgeny Donanov. Donanov. Nice, yeah. Evgeny Donanov. Nice. Uh, San Jose and Buffalo. He's got it. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Vander Kane. Canned. Yeah, he could not keep his money in check. Did he? He was only back. To, did he play a season for Atlanta, or did he come in right after they went moved to Winnipeg? No, he he was with Atlanta. Was he with Atlanta? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I think he didn't play for Winnipeg. Vancouver. I think he moved when they got moved because he didn't yeah, want to play up in Winnipeg. For I know for either Washington, Vancouver, or Dallas, um, Vancouver, you can do Brandon Holtby for either one of them. Holtby yeah. played for Vancouver. Yeah, he did yeah. for a season. Did he really? Okay. He, Which one do we want to do it for, though? I well, I think it might be easier to do to it for Dallas because he only played like a year there. Yeah. Or two years. Because I can't think. So Dallas. Apparently they said it too. So let's go with it. Dallas, Vancouver, Brayden will be nice. I. That's a good one, Jeff. Yeah, I would. We're gonna get sweet flying through this one, boys. We flew through that first one too. All, All right. So now we just need Washington, Vancouver, and Washington, San Jose. Washington and San Jose. Nicholas. Abe Kubel, did he play for Vancouver? I don't he wasn't really a big name is. until he came over to Washington, so I didn't really pay attention. I feel like Abe Kubel played for Vancouver, but I'm not positive. Was, Kuznet, was Kuznetsov drafted by Washington? Yes. It's always yeah. been with Washington, unfortunately. Um... <laughs> Oh, hold on. I got, I got something in my finger. I'm trying to... Oh, yeah! That's right. Hey, this smells funny to you? Because it, it smells funny to me. Hold on. Hold on. It might smell like Coke. Yep, that's Coke. Well, if, anything, <laughs> smell, if, if anything, it smells jazz, right? Damn. <laughs> I'm trying to think if Lars Eller... It smells like red. Lars... I, I should have brought my Nashville, friggin' small salts tonight. Washington, that. Pittsburgh. I just Can he remember. play for Vancouver, Lars Eller? I don't think so. Uh, Lars Eller was uh, Mon uh, Washington, Montreal, Pittsburgh. Okay. Craig Anderson, I don't think, played for either one of those top two. Colorado, Ottawa. No, never mind. What were you going to say? He didn't play for Washington. Never. Throw it out. We're struggling. Throw it out. I, was, I said Benino, but I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I'm like I knew it he, wasn't yeah, Washington. Yeah, Benino did... Vancouver and San Jose. That's why. I but that won't help us here. For Vancouver, is that where he was right before Pittsburgh? Was Vancouver? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, I, once I got his name, I'm like, yeah, he didn't play for Washington. Um. Yager didn't play for either one of those two teams, the top two. Haggy only did Anaheim, Pittsburgh, Washington, right? Haggy? Yeah. I believe so. I feel like there's and a big. And Sherry only did Buffalo, Pittsburgh, Washington, right? 
And Tampa so far, right? I think so, yeah. I feel like there's a big name for San Jose and Washington. Yeah, I feel like it's something really fucking obvious. Yeah. Um. Oh, fuck. Um, 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 um. Douglas Murray? Do you remember, Kyle, do you remember Douglas Murray? I don't remember Douglas Murray. We got, uh, it was that shortened season, the 12 13 season, when we had, you know, UC Oakland. Uh, I we, don't we know if he played wait, that's the we had, uh, Who are you thinking? Darcy Kemper. For who? For Vancouver, Washington. Ooh. Did he pay up for Vancouver? No. I know he paid I know he paid with Colorado. Colorado, Arizona. That's that's one to keep on the back burner I'm not I'm not hundred percent on that. I I'm just I don't know if he played for Vancouver or not. I'm just trying to run through all the teams that I know he played for. I'm thinking uh not Grubauer, but um He's on the Islanders now, I'm blanking. Varlamov? Is it Varlamov or Sorokin? Varl- Sor- Varlamov, Sor- Varlamov. Yeah, Varlamov, because Sorokin was only played with Long Island. Where's Varlamov, Var- 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 Varlamov been? Uh, I know he's been with Washington. I don't. I'm not confident in either Seattle. Yeah. Oh, not Seattle. San Jose, the Sharks, or. Uh, Var- Var- I think Varlamov was with Washington in that '09. He was. Okay. Yeah, he started the year in the AHL with the Hershey Bears, but then got called up for the draft. Joel Ward, Washington, San Jose. Yes. Yes. Nice. I mean, it didn't count. It didn't count. Or <sighs> nice. nice. It's just Washington and Vancouver. My my final lock in is Nick Albekudo. That's my. That's the only thing I can think of. That's my lock in. Yeah, I I can't think of anything. As I said, I said Darcy Kemper, but I can't remember if he played for Vancouver or not. Let's see. Ty- Tyler Myers only did Buffalo, Vancouver. Uh, he's the uh, only per- he's the only defenseman I can think of up in, other than Hughes. Uh, no, Myers spent some time in Winnipeg too, didn't he? Yes, he did. But okay. it wouldn't work. Obviously, still wouldn't, wouldn't work. work. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh, Washington defenseman. Obviously, we got uh, John-, John Carlson, one of the thousand Carlsons we have in the freaking league right now. But yeah, that's my final guess is Nicholas Abe Kubel. But it's A U B E. You feel confident? You all feel confident? That's the best I got. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who was it? Who was it? Braden Holtby. Wait, what? Oh, Erickson. Louis Erickson did. See, I, I see that's where it was. Here, click on I say new. See, Louis Erickson could have been Holtby there. And then, oh. We already used Holby, so we couldn't have used him there. I should have used him for Click that square, see who else we could have gotten. Jay, Jay Beagle, Donald Brown, Slav Halak, Trevor Nish Linden, Mid, Matt Cook, Ugh. Trevor Linden. Okay. Nick Dowd. Alright. Nick Dowd played for Washington? You know, I, we should have thought of friggin' Matty Cook. No, we should have thought of Matt Cook. I, was, I know he played a bunch of different places, but. Minnesota. Pittsburgh, Washington, I mean, we, Vancouver. Even playing for Pittsburgh, I can say this. He's I, probably one of the dirtiest players I've ever played I hated him. Yeah. Even, I mean, even though he played for us, I can say he was one of the dirtiest motherfuckers to ever put I on the skates. I never liked him. Who's that? Matt, Matt Cook. Cook. Oh. I vaguely remember the name. All right. Uh, news. News? Yes. Yeah. News. Uh, real, um, 
shout out a couple um, OHL players that made are going to World Juniors in Sweden um, starting December 26th. Um, Owen Beck uh, of the Peabody Peets. Owen Allard of the Salt Sault Ste. Marie. Um, Easton Cohen of the London Knights. Um, Wait. Ethan Cohen. Uh, I know going. Carson R- Shut up, Connor. Rakarov of the Kitchen Rangers. Oliver Bjoink of the London Knights. Um, and these are guys are all from for Team Canada. And then Kerry Terrance made the Team USA. Merka! Um, and there was no word if um, on uh, Martin Misiak if he, if he made the slots. If he made the slots or not. But the, all those are all the OHO players that are go, at least are going to World Juniors. Um, but as we get into the actual OHO news, make sure I got the. I'm just making. Okay, back on December fifteenth, Jared Wally of the London Knights gets his first career goal versus the Sarnia Sting. In that same game, the London Knights set a record for the most teddy bears donated in their teddy bear toss with over 11,924. London, that was? That was London. Props to them for that one. I mean, to the fans, that is. The players didn't do shit for that. They scored the goal. What do you fucking do? But they, that, oh, that's awesome. Props yeah, to those, listen, props they, to those they, fans, they, man. They need, to make a, they need to make a trade. Okay. The, the, like, actually, no, never mind. Because the fan, both the fans from London and Niagara are fantastic. Yeah. The teams, not so much. Um, then on December sixth, Logan Phillips of the Sarnia Sting gets his first career win in a seven-six win against the Barry Colts. And then on December seventh, Cable Smith of the Erie Otters played his one hundred fiftieth OHL game against the Niagara Ice Dogs. Um, and on December eighth. Dylan Reckley of the North Bay Battalion gets his first career hat-trick against the Mississauga Steelheads. Um, Chicago, then on December 9th, Chicago Blackhawks prospect Nick Lardis of the Brantford Bulldogs gets his first career hat-trick versus the Kitchener Rangers. And then Brandon Hotch of the Saginaw Spirit gets his first career multi-goal game versus the Flint Firebirds. And then with his... Um, and then on that assist with his 111th career OHL point, Colin McGone of the Saginaw Spears surpasses former Erie Otter Daniel D'Amato as the highest scoring U18 in the priority sel- selection with 40 goals and 71 assists. Then on December 10th, um, with a 2-1 win over the Peter Pro Peets, Max Dodonso of the Ottawa 67s becomes the 10th goaltender in franchise to win 50 goal, 50 games. Nice. Um, and then this on December 13th, the London Knights Sawyer Bolton a big suspension on a four or five minute major for a check to the head back on December 10th against Sioux. Um, Rhea Smith of the North Bay Battalion gets his first career goal versus the Sioux Greyhounds. 
Nico Addy of the Owen Sun Attack gets his first career goal versus the Guelph Storm. And then December 14th, Ethan Kazada of the Niagara Ice Dogs gets his first career goal versus the Ottawa 67s. And then on December 15th, Tristan Deselli of the Oshawa Generals gets his first career multi-point game versus the Mississauga Steelheads. And then Jorian Donovan of the Brantford Bulldogs sets the record for most goals as a Bulldog um, as a defenseman with 23 goals um, versus the Barry Colts. Winnipeg Jets prospect Jacob Gillian of the London Knights gets his first career hat-trick versus the Windsor Spitfire. Um, and then Jax Dubois of the Pierre Pro Pete's gets his first career hat-trick versus the Guelph Storm. And Georgie Toropasev of the Erie Otters gets his first career goal versus the North Bay Battalion. Hey, wait, Georgie! 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 Dude, I'm glad he's finally getting some play time. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's one of them I was saying and that I really like the camp in preseason. He was... Dude, he's explosive as hell for being, what, a 16-year-old, 17-year-old yeah. kid. He's insane. Yeah, and it, it's fun to see it, like see him on the ice against, like, especially against North Bay. Like, again, we were talking at the beginning of the episode where North Bay was, like, they're, they're known for, for their physicality. And, like, whenever they they, they go up to go to Georgie, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like going up against a tree, you know? You run against the tree and then... You fall on your ass like, because they, 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 were getting, they were getting full on ten feet starts to go and lay a hit on Georgie and just boom they they bounced <laughs> off of him like a fucking ping pong ball. Like, like a nineteen year old going up against a small sixteen year old and again their their ass oh, is laid out. Dude's a monster. I'm so excited to see this kid in the future. Yep. I'm happy that he's just this young and he's this yep. ready to go. And then on December sixteenth, Jimmy Lombardi of the Flint Firebirds gets his first career goal versus the Sarnia Sting. Um, so younger brother of... I say, is that younger brother of... Of Amadeus. On yeah. then, um, big news um, coming from the QMJ. Um, the Ramushi Muski Oceanic will host the 2025 Memorial Cup. Because it's, it's in the OHL this year, isn't it? This year's in the OHL. Who ended up getting it? Saginaw? Saginaw did. Oh, it's, Saginaw. In, it's in the U.S. too. Ooh. They're the first team. The road trip? That could love, be exciting. I would love to go up okay, there. Could be expensive. <laughs> I mean, I would, it will knock a, another OHL arena off my list. That so. would be awesome. So, speaking of OHL news, I, I just want to get something off my chest. And I know uh, Kyle and Jeffy know what the fuck's going on. <coughs> so, it, I, I told Ethan Bobo, I think before you guys got here. Oh, no, just as Kyle got here, um, how Kyle and I you know, got to play another game during the second remission of the Otters, game, uh, of the Otters stuff on Friday against North Bay, actually. And it was, you know, big old tic-tac-toe, score a goal, you get to put a, you put your space down or whatever. Well, <clears throat> we're going down, and the guy who was making the announcements, you know, or, you know, narrating or whatever the, whatever you want to say, you know, was asking for her names, and Kyle told me, no, it's Kyle and Colin. Okay, he's like, okay, cool, Col Kyle, Colin, easy, easy. <laughs> so we go on, start in the middle of the game, you know, Kyle, Colin, Kyle, Colin, Colin, whatever. And throughout the game... You know, he's getting, he's getting Kyle's name down easy pat, you know. Cause, oh, he you did know, that the first, like, introduced us. I don't remember. Either way, Kyle's an easy easy name to remember, but for whatever reason... Ky Kyle on the... F we got Kyle on the far end. In the, in the gold in, in the gold, and then Connor 
in the blue. <laughs> in the blue. I'm like, okay, he might have just, you know, hiccuped whatever. And throughout the game, all they heard was, you know, how you saying was, Kyle scores, scores a goal, Connor scores a goal. Okay, great. So at the end, you know, we, Kyle, Kyle ended up winning it, you know. <laughs> they gave us coupons, whatever. We all went back up, and the people, like, the people we've known, you know, oh, that we've met throughout the seasons here, you know, we're saying, oh, hey, Connor, <laughs> hey, Connor, and, you know, si sitting in the game, you know, the three of us, uh, Kyle, Jeff, and I all looked at each other, we're like, you know, you know what would be funny, is if turned episode, like, during recording on Sunday nights, that, you know, if I were to do the intro, I'd say Connor, to see, <laughs> <laughs> to see what Bobo and Ethan would react, and you were right, you heard Connor. I thought I heard Connor. I, our guesses were Bo would have looked at me, then looked away because it's Bo. Oh, I, said, I said Ethan would notice it right away. Yeah. I said yeah. Ethan would be the one. I said He'd have the person out to know right away. I you were right. I know we all said Ethan would notice. Bobo would just kind of like when he gets no, Bobo noticed it right away. Bo they both looked at him like, huh? Wait, I knew Bobo would probably do his head like. <laughs> Hi, my name's Connor. Nice to meet you. Bo I knew Bo. <laughs> Love oh. you! <laughs> Colin, check, check yeah, you the group chat. You both are Connor, you guys were right. Colin, check the group chat. By the way, I love I don't you. know where yeah, the phone is. It's, right there. it's funny with Bo, because I knew, I told him, like, Bo will probably do it like his... Normal. Like, like oh, he'll tilt his head like a dog, like, big hump. <laughs> yeah, but might, might not be sure if he heard it right. Dora, I even changed my name on Twitter to Connor. <laughs> <laughs> so, we, the five of us are in a little group chat. And as they were telling the story, I went in the group chat and I changed Colin's nickname to Connor the Tic-Tac-Toe player. <laughs> the Tic-Tac-Toe loser. <laughs> he he did lose. Kyle did enough. Made three out of five shots not to show off or anything, but... You know what? Then I, I, I was grabbing my last piece. I saw Kyle going for the last thing. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. And I threw my stick to try I and I almost jinxed it. They already yelled at me. I was like, wow, I have more goals than North Bay does tonight. And they scored immediately. I immediately looked that's at... That's all they did, but I, 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 I can now say I scored as many goals as North Bay did that. I immediately so. looked at... You didn't there, more now you guys attention. can check the group chat again. I immediately looked at you after they scored. I'm like... I told you, I'm like... <laughs> he goes, Kyle, Colin, easy. He goes, all right, we got Kyle in the gold and Colin in the... Or Con Connor in the Navy. <laughs> he was alright, easy, and he still. Nice kid, don't get me wrong. Nice kid. All, all amazing nice kids down there that helped us. Get At least that you weren't so. in your London Knights jersey this oh time around. Oh, God. As soon as I walked in and I saw Colin talking to the guy, I'm like, motherfucker. I'm like, I'm thinking, I knew, I knew what was happening. I was like, I'm glad I'm not wearing my London jersey today. Yeah. Next time, if I get to go to a game when I get my. After I fully recover, I'll have to hop in on the ice. I hope the next time you go to get ketchup, it's nothing but water. Wow. I hope both sides of your pillow are not hot, but slightly less cold than they normally are. Okay. All right. Moving on to the NHL. Were you done with the NHL? Yeah, I'm done. I just want to make sure, because I know we started talking about that. So, All right. I got quite a few here. I actually got, after you do your NHL news, I got something to kind of roll us into... The main, okay. Yeah. All right. Going all the way back to the last recording night on December 3rd, Brad Marchand recorded his sixth career NHL hat trick versus Columbus. Uh, after assisting Quentin Byfield's goal on uh, December 3rd as well, Anze Kopitar became the Kings franchise leader in assists, now with 758 and counting. I think that's up to like 764 now, I checked. Wow. Uh, Victor Hedman's getting his 1,000th career game against Dallas. So shout out to the big, big head man. 
thousand? That doesn't seem like right. A thousand games for Victor Hedman already. That doesn't seem right. Damn. How old is Victor Hedman? 29? 28? 33? 32? Hold on. Hold on. I got it. I thought he was like late 20s. Maybe he I is early 30s. I think he's like 32, 33. Okay. Might even be like 34. I thought he was like 28 or 29, but you know. Uh, Victor Hedman. 33. 33. Okay. So, you're a right, cop. Uh, Andre Palat skated in his 700th career game on December 5th. Dude, he's got the most Swedish fucking name I have ever heard. Andre Palat? No, Victor Hedman. Oh, yeah. His full name is Victor Eric Olaf Hedman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Olaf. Uh, so, he's the little snowman from Frozen, and right? Bobo's lover boy, Kyle's kryptonite. John Gibson is now the franchise leader in Ducks history for games played. Look, the only reason I love... Yeah, that's the only reason I love... We know John, why you John, love John Gibson. John Gibson. Fuck off. Uh, Thomas Hurdle recorded his sixth career hat-trick in a 5-4 hey, win over the Islanders. Kyle, I want to say this now. I'm sorry that you suck against John Gibson. I, I do suck against John. It's, I, I don't get it, man. I also didn't realize that Victor Hedman is six foot seven. Bobo could, Bobo could use any other team, and I'd beat him ten to one, ten to two. He's breaking <laughs> fucking controllers. All of a sudden, he plays his Anaheim, and he's fucking God's gift to NHL. Like, <laughs> well, just stop sucking. <laughs> what was the one game you and I played? It was like nine, ten, nine. I lost ten to nine in overtime, yeah. and I had one hundred and twelve shots. And, and I, I had eighty. Game. I had eighty. I had a hundred. One hundred and twenty. I never forget the numbers. One hundred and twenty-seven hits. <laughs> I had one hundred and twelve <laughs> shots and lost the fucking game. <laughs> Every time, God, I still get pissed off. I think day. I had like nine major penalties that game. Three of my took, took out like took out five of my top twelve forwards. And all, every time Kyle touched the puck, I said, "Here comes the boom!" And I rail my joystick, and God, no Kyle would still, go into the wall. I, I still get pissed off over that. <laughs> uh, Nathan McKinnon recorded his 500th career assist against Anaheim on December fifth. Uh, and Tyson Berry recorded his 500th career point after an assisting to an uh, a Luke Avenger Stela goal against Chicago. Uh, Zach Hyman recorded his third career hat-trick, second of the season, on December 6th at a 6-1 win over Carolina. Jacob Bernard Docker of the Ottawa Senators recorded or scored his first career goal against Toronto. Uh, the Kings had a broken NHL record with an 11-0-0 start to the season on the road, which I think it ended up ending at 11. I don't think they got the 12th. Uh, Alex Ovechkin scored his 1500th career point on an assist to a Dylan Strom goal, becoming just the 16th player in NHL history to breach that mark. Wow. Uh, Sam Malinsky of the Colorado Avalanche got his first career point on a Nathan McKinnon goal against Winnipeg on December 7th. Wow. Uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov skated in his 700th career goal, also on December 7th. Skater on his 700th career goal? Did I say that? Yeah. 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 Skating his 700th career game. Oh, okay. Sign, look at Bobo catching all of our mistakes today. Uh, sign Adam, in. everybody here, it's Bobo who's catching our mistakes. Well, listen, here's the thing. I've been on painkillers for 48 hours. My brain is starting to function again. <laughs> Simon, Wait, starting again? Yeah. Simon Nemec of the uh, New Jersey Devils recorded his first career NHL goal against the Seattle Kraken. Uh, and Matt Duchesne also skated in his 1,000th career game, skating for all of Colorado, Ottawa, Columbus, Nashville, and now Dallas. He did that in a game against Washington. Uh, Jet Grievous of the Columbus Blue Jackets recorded his first career NHL win in a 41-save performance in a 5-2 win over the St. Louis Blues. Oh, wow. Uh, Jordan Stahl skated in his 1,200th career game. Uh, Jaden Strubble of the Montreal Canadiens scored his first career NHL goal against the Buffalo Sabres. John Tavares recorded his 1,000th career point, we mentioned this earlier, in a game against the New York Islanders in an assist to a Morgan Riley goal. 
Uh, Michael Kesselring of the Arizona Coyotes scored his first career NHL goal against the Buffalo Sabres. Joey Decord of the Seattle Kraken recorded his first career NHL shutout in a 4-0 win over the Florida Panthers. And in that same game, Riker Evans got his first career point off of a Pierre Edward Belmar goal. Uh, Artemi Panarin recorded his 700th career point in the goal that he that was scored by Mika Zibanejad. Uh, Brock Besser recorded his second natural hat-trick of the season, his fifth of his career, in a 4-1 win over the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, and then Sidney Crosby... Tell his head. Sidney <laughs> Crosby ties former teammate Mark Recchi for 13th all-time in points with 1,533, doing so in 434 less games than Recchi did it. Uh, Sam Malinsky got his first career goal against the Buffalo Sabres on the uh, the 13th. Uh, Adam Enstrom of the New York Rangers got his first career NHL goal in his first game against the Anaheim Ducks. Seth Jarvis recorded his 100th career point after an assisting a goal scored by Sebastian Aho versus the Nashville Predators. Which one? The Carolina one. Okay. Uh, Bobby McMahon scored his first career goal against Pittsburgh. That is the most American name I've ever heard. Bobby McMahon, yeah. Bobby McMahon. That was in the uh, Pittsburgh 7 nothing loss, but we're not going to talk about that right now. And then Jack Hughes recorded his second career nat- his second career hat trick, the second goal of that hat trick being the 100th of his career in a 6-3 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. So shout out to Jack Hughes on that one. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. Then I have something just to kind of wrap everything up that I sent into the group. Before, before the main, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. Oops. Yeah. Just don't tell me. What? What are you going to do? Oh, okay. Go for it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, yeah. So, this kind of spoils one of my one-ifs, but I have like 13 of them, so I'll just mark it off. It says the NHL is considering increasing the the regular season to 84 games. Do you yeah. guys think that'd be that too be much? An, that'd be just be an extra two. But well, still, because even if they get like, I mean, do you think it should do more than just adding just two regular days? I mean, I think, I, mean, I, think, I, th- I think 82 is a perfect reasonably reasonable amount for what we're doing. Now, so. now unless if they the out the like teams, I know I know there's been a uh, discussion for. Uh, more NHL teams, but like if they were to open to per se 36 versus the 32 they currently have, 84, maybe 86 games just to get more well, rotation in there. Well, yeah. I was even thinking if they do that, what if they just bump it to 100 and they add a whole other division? Oh, God, no. They would make one, maybe two divisions of other bigger cities that don't have teams, and then they would just bump it to 100. I mean, that, that would just mess with the tra- that, that travel. That travel would be so. horrible for them, though. Yeah. Say getting a team down to Houston and throwing one back up and way back up in Quebec City, like that would be horrible travel for them. Quebec City to have to do that two or three times uh, a season Hartford. in the same division. Yeah, and now people are saying, "Oh, Atlanta should get another shot. Atlanta should get another." No, they should. I've, I've heard you know Kansas City, New Orleans. Yeah. Like I've heard a bunch of different teams that I mean, cities that want teams. Being that we're talking about hockey teams, did you guys officially hear the news about Washington? Yeah, you sent it earlier. Yeah, that Washington and the Washington, the Washington Capitals and the Washington Wizards. Will no longer be what, under contract or no longer be playing at Capital One Arena as of what twenty twenty eight. Yeah. So we still got a couple more seasons with them being there, but then they're going to be moving down to Virginia. So Te- technically, they they can opt out of the contract out of the end of the twenty twenty six twenty seven season, but 
technically the the contract does go through the end of the 27-28 season. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I, I still think they're going to go by the name Washington. Just I do think so too. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be stupid for them to to stop doing that. I mean, I don't so know. Because I I think they're going to do a whole name change. I don't think so. Just because they're so close to Washington and that. Yeah, Arlington, mm. Virginia. Yeah. And aside from that, I missed one milestone. The New York Rangers franchise as a whole reached 3,000 wins in their franchise oh, history. Wow. About damn time because they're, they're under a redette that. Did that. 16. Yeah, what Kyle said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now so. moving on to Bobo did not spoil it, but we're going to be doing uh, what ifs. I think this is part three. Yeah. I think we've only done this two other times. But it's been a while. I don't know if we did it in season three. We didn't do it. So it's been season. since at least season two since we did this. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you guys get the gist of it. Just throwing off a bunch of different what if scenarios. We can start. Let's say we'll start with Connor over there. Uh, well, let me. <clears throat> give me a second to pull it up here. So we, all right, we'll start with Jeff then here. Um, all right. What? So what if Connor McDavid was originally drafted by the Buffalo Sabres instead of Edmonton? How different would they have? Both teams would have. How would they look today? I mean, so that Con- still, I mean, that still means Edmonton probably could have ended up getting Eichel. But yeah, Connor and Buffalo and Eichel and you know Edmonton. Ed like Martin. like how. Trust like, me, it'd be great for us, you know, seeing Connor, you know, come through the OHL, you know, the juniors with Erie, and then we're in sa- the same set Erie jersey, all the way through into Buffalo. I mean, I know it's it's still an hour and fifteen hour thirty drive. Number one, depending on who drives. Number two, depending on traffic in Buffalo. Yeah. But like, they they'd be making. I, I know they'd definitely be making playoffs, and you know, seeing the postseason. I know they're still on the longest drought in all of you know North American sports. Pro sports yeah. ever, so mm-hmm. that'll so be a fun thing to see. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of funny. That kind of role, not role plays. That kind of is a good segue into my first what if. I said, what if Jack Eichel never got traded out of Buffalo, or what if he, if when he did get traded, if, he, if it wasn't to Vegas, what would have happened if he, you know, got forced to stay in Buffalo, or what happened? Where, well, where else could he have gone if he didn't go to Vegas? Well, who else is who has the cast base and the. The players do be able to trade. Something like what? Like what if Buffalo like never traded him? Like what if he was stuck there for the till the end of that con- I the end of a rookie he, contract? Or like, I mean, what if they or what if they would have ended up getting ended up letting him get that surgery? What if he had still stayed there? Like would he have? Would Buffalo if, be doing better? If Buffalo ended up giving up, that uh, giving him the the surgery that he wanted, the surgery that he needed. I mean, they definitely again they'd be in that playoff picture. They were if you know Connor was drafted to Buffalo instead of Jack, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, <clears throat> I, I find that funny that your first one involved Eichel. So I was like, that's a perfect segue to jump over. I the line. almost was gonna do the Eichel, but I'm like, the Connor one, I thought was kind of perfect. Yeah. Um. All right. I I got mine. Uh, Steve Dangle kind of took mine with the whole Kessel thing, but I said, what if Kessel never got traded to Pittsburgh? What if he was in? What if he stayed up in Toronto and they traded another big Maple Leaf down to Pittsburgh? Like Dion was the other big name up there. That's yeah, that would have been sick. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine like the like not physical, but like the big, the speed of Kessel playing alongside Austin Matthews right now? Oh. Or at least for those first couple years of uh, Austin's like early years. Now you actually have. Can you imagine a line of Kessel, Matthews, and Marner? 
The KMM one, yeah. Now you actually have like have a true number one center in Toronto and Austin Matthews with a good true number one winger in Mitch Marner. Uh, well, Phil Kessel. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not Mitch Marner at all because he's a he's a hell of a player and do oh, not yeah. get me wrong, but like trade out you know Marner for Kessel. You got the experience, the age, the knowledge in Phil Kessel training a young gun in in Matthews. If Kessel was still playing to you know to playing his game and still playing you know putting up first line time, we could be looking at you know saying if he was still there, we could be looking at a Nylander Matthews Kessel kind of line, you know. Yeah. That, yeah. Or even throwing him down on that second line and be uh, who's the other winger? It's Tavares. Who's on the light wing with Tavares right now? Is it Bertuzzi on there with him right now? It's still yeah, man. well, either way, Bertuzzi is a top six, so you can either play with Matthews or Tavares. Yeah. Still, man, like, Kessel still being on a Toronto team today would look cool. They would look great. That would look amazing. So mine kind of is in a similar format to everybody else's. Me being the Detroit boy. So what if Dylan Larkin never ended up actually going to Detroit? Where do you think he would have gone, and how do you think the Red Wings would be looking today? That's a good. That's a good one too. I mean, well, who knows with Stevie Y? Honestly, like, if you, you know Steve Y didn't end up having Dylan Larkin at the helm, you know what? Who knows what kind of magic he would have been able to work to get another n- number one centerman, number one guy in into his system. I mean, well, Honestly. Stevie Y just took over in what was it, 2019, 2020? Either way, like, re- regardless of when he came in versus how long Dylan Larkin's been here, like, knowing how Stevie Y's been. Works and how he plays. Who knows? He he definitely have his number one guy. So, I mean, I think within yeah, the first season, I think it was, there. was it Detroit and Steve Wall that he made the quote. He goes, "I'm willing to move anybody not named Dylan Larkin." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, like, so I mean, he, it shows how dedicated and how much faith he has in that man. So I mean, like, this might go to guy. This might my my brick, my number one space to build this fantastic house off of. And yeah, you know, and it's it's starting to he, come together, yeah. man. Is Detroit still in second, or do they bump down to like third or fourth? Uh, they were second in the division at one point. Uh, I think, well, I think they're fourth. Life. Are they fourth now? I want to say they're fourth. Well, either way, before we looked it up, like I said it before in an episode, and I'm damn sure going to say it again. Look what Steve yep. Weiserman said in, no, did in Tampa. What kind of freaking dynasty he's built in Tampa Bay. And they, they're still showing that they're... Yeah, like five years later, after Stevie Y left... They're still doing damn good down in the Tampa Bay area. So there's a reason why they went three years in a row to the cup finals in that. Because of that man. So, again, trust Stevie White Penn. He's going to bring bring the glory back to the Motor City. So right now Detroit is fourth in the Atlantic. Okay. Um, fourth, okay. I know they were at second at one point. I looked, I was like, holy so shit. So the top four is Boston, Toronto, Florida, and Detroit. Detroit being 15, 11, and 4. Wow. That's. Damn. Boston's 19, 5, and 5. Toronto's 16, 6, and 6. Florida's 18, 10, and 2. And Detroit is 15, 11, and 4. Damn. They're, they're, they're putting their fight in this year, man. Anyway, my, my first two kind of go back to back with the injury related stuff. Okay. My first one, it might strike us. Uh, no, hit a string with the three of you, as well as me. I don't know about Ethan, but... Um, is it Latang? No. Ba- remember when Crosby had all his injuries, his concussions, yeah. his whatever. 
What if Crosby didn't end up getting hurt? What if he stayed healthy? Where would you you where do you think both him as a player and the Penguins would be as a franchise if he ended up staying healthy during that stretch? As a player, he would he would easily would have already had more games played than what he already had. Oh no, shit, Jeffy! <laughs> I think he'd be in the he'd right now he'd be in the conversation of two thousand points right now. No, absolutely. He'd be very easy He's to number thirteen. He currently holds the thirteenth place in all time points. I think I think so. uh, is Gretzky the only one that has over two thousand, isn't he? I think uh, the next Yag- closest is Yager and Yag- Yager or Howe have like eighteen nineteen hundred. Uh, hold on. I don't think anybody else broke two. Other than Gretzky's at what twenty eight something. And I know I have it here. Actually, yeah. So no, uh, Gretzky's the only one. Uh, Wayne Gretzky currently is at twenty eight fifty seven, and Yager is currently at nineteen twenty one. Yeah. The next series, uh, three closes are Messier at eighteen eighty seven, Gordy Howe at eighteen fifty, and Ron Francis at ni- at seventeen ninety eight. Francis is that high? Yeah. Francis I didn't realize Messier was. I didn't realize Messier was over Howe. But either way, but Howe how had more goals, right? Is Howe second in goals? <coughs> yeah. Howe is uh, Howe is eight hundred one. Yeah, it goes how Yarmir than Mark. Okay. <coughs> Damn. Anyway, where do you think he would be, both as a player, a captain? Like he, he'd be pu- he'd be pushing two thousand. <coughs> yes. No, you're right. I can very easily see us having at least another cup. The one that whole year he missed that whole year was it 2011, 2012? He missed the back half of the eleven twelve season because of this concussion, yeah. and then a good chunk of the games in the twelve thirteen season. Yeah. Because twelve thirteen was the the lockout year, wasn't it? Yeah, but still, yeah. he he, he, still missed, he missed a chunk time. of games with you know uh, post concussion syndrome or yeah. Uh, <coughs> I know he has he's had like a couple surgeries. Yeah, but either way, and the next one, go back all the way back to 2016, the Eastern Conference Finals, Game One, Tampa Bay, in Pittsburgh. We all remember Ben Bishop going down with his I think it was ankle injury, and Andre Vasilevsky coming in and pretty much pu- pushing. Pittsburgh to the brink in seven games. What if Ben Bishop did not get hurt in that game? What kind of series do you think it would be then if Bishop would have stayed and played the I mean, entire series? Bishop was Bishop was on another planet that season, man. He was he was again he was otherworldly that season. Like that, and that it very easily could have been a whole completely different outcome. Like I could very easily see that. I could see it could have seen us honestly getting swept. If Bishop would have not, not have got hurt. Not only that, but that really gave Vasilevsky the, the opportunity to step into the spotlight for. And I, d- I don't think Bishop <coughs> ever got his starting job back after that. No, no. he didn't. So with how, how at least awesome. not until he's not in Tampa. Yeah, because he he got a starting job back in Dallas yeah. when he went over to Dallas. But the opportunity that Vasi got in the NHL with a star team like Tampa. Would that have ever happened? Would we would we have seen those three cup runs with, with Tampa? Like, would would Vassy have would Bishop been able to push that team continue doing that good for that long to, to see Tampa go to the cup three times in a row? See, there's a whole whole different like, that, whole, it's, it's like a lasagna. That's like know? a trade tree right there. I mean, that that thing can keep going on and on and on and on. With you can add on twenty <clears throat> different more what ifs to that scenario. <laughs> Again, it's like a lasagna. You know, you you keep going, you keep going. It's like okay. Bishop still plays, you know, what if Tampa didn't really get, you know, three Santa Cups in their history? What if Vasilevsky never played and he got traded or he went somewhere else? Like, what What if, you know? That, that, that can easily have 20 different more what ifs tied into it. That's... Um, my next one is, like, this is kind of swapping 
Um, what if so? What if Seattle was the first expansion before Vegas? So they swapped expansions. Like, how different would their would their teams have looked? Pretty identical. Like, like Seattle taking Vegas's expansion draft. Also, like, Seattle's so, team number thirty-one. Vegas is team number thirty-two. Like, so practically, like, what? How different do you think they? Do you think <clears throat> they still would play out the way it does today? I per- personally, I think. What would happen is you take Seattle and you put it in Vegas's timeline, and you do the same with Vegas putting in Seattle's timeline. Because Vegas pretty much got handed all these amazing pla- uh, players on a silver platter. So here you go. Here's a starstruck team. Can, could you, would, would they have gone? Would Seattle have gone differently? Would Seattle have taken Murray over Flurry? Like, well, it de- no, because I think it depends on like who the current, like the original thirty teams, who they were released. Because you know. That's obviously not going to change, but obviously, Seattle, you know, looking at Seattle, they technically would have won their first Stanley Cup over Vegas yeah. as of recently. So, I, I think it's just you know, just I, I feel like you got you got to swap. I mean, these I mean teams. looking at it now, like I mean, I think back in the day, I don't think it would made a difference. But looking at it now, saying if Seattle would have been picked first, could you see Mark Andre Fleury wearing blue? Not really. Or wearing that Seattle like the that per that, that color jersey. I don't like seeing him in the Pittsburgh baby blues. <laughs> yeah. But yet here we are, so Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one, Jeff. Uh here's one. Uh shocker, I have another penguin. I have a couple penguins ones, related I have, ones, but I have a couple too. Uh what if the penguins had not fired Michelle Terrian and Mike Johnson mid season in their respective years? <laughs> Would they have continued to struggle and just played it through the end of the season, missed those playoffs? Because I think both those years are the years we fired a coach midseason, went on to win the cup that year. Yeah, because... 2008, 2009, Brian, fired Michelle Terrian, brought in Dan Balsma, yeah, went on I, to win, like, like, I think it was 75% of our last games of that season. Yeah, because, guys, Ter- Terrian was fired after the Valentine's Day... Lost to Toronto. Lost in Toronto. In 20, 2009. And Mike Sullivan was, like, was hired about this time, actually. I think it was, yeah, it was like, this, like December, January of 20, 2016. All, all of season, you know, look or what he December did. 15, December 15, January 16, it would have been, yeah. But... I think, cause I, remember it was like, I think it was like 20... I can't remember, there's like 28 games or 30 games into the season. They... No, they, that's, no, that's, no, when, they that's still when we had Rutherford. Said he was, I'm not happy with the performance in these first 30 games. You know that's where Johnson got fired and Sullivan came in, and it also could lead into what if, like what if that's the route Penguins go again? What if we fire Mike Sullivan midseason? Are we going to see another cup run mid after firing a coach midseason? Would I love it? Yes. Is it going to happen? Probably not. Like I, I have defended Sullivan a lot, especially like last season, the past few I seasons. Did. I'm, I'm starting to lean more towards it. Might be it's time to end. Finally, it. time to. <laughs> I, I feel like. I, th- I think I, we should give Sullivan this the rest of this season just to get his shit together. If he doesn't get his I mean, shit together... I mean, well, what he's doing with the old-ass, dusty team that he has right now... I know, but what I'm saying is let's give him just the rest of the season. If he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't do what the GMs want, if he doesn't do... I mean, but the thing is, Crosby and Malkin, Latang. Even you can see, like people like Lars Eller now, EK, they only got so much time left. I know, but yeah, so why he, they need to start. Re- they need to do something mm-hmm. now. Hey, so, here, here's my that, thing. That starts if, with if, the man behind the bench. Here's my thing, and I'm gonna refer to their neighbors and the Steelers. And I know we're not a football podcast, or we don't talk football much. And 
I know we were talking about this, you know, pre-recording when everybody was getting here and settled with it and whatever. But like, looking at Mike Tomlin of the Pittsburgh Steelers, like, granted, he he did amazing things in his early years as the Steelers head coach. You know, he he carried us through a Super Bowl. We've not gone a season under 500 as the Steelers in his tenure. But it's about time where like the these fra these other franchises know what we're about. And, you know, they can kind of predict where we're going with with our game, with our gameplay, whatever. And it's it's time to change shit up. Not not only with the Penguins, and I think as Pittsburgh as a whole, because, you know, I, I feel like it's a loss for the Pirates. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Uh, haven't haven't lost a game since October. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Congrats. <laughs> but anyway, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's time. Yeah, foul ball or whatever my <laughs> It's time for you know, the, the Steelers to change it up from Mike Tomlin. It's time for the Penguins to change it up from Mike Sullivan and his, his coaching staff. It's time for, for us to hit the hard reset. Admit we're going into this rebuild sooner rather than later because yeah. down the road, as Penguins, as Penguins fans, it's going to hurt. But then again, we have been really spoiled these past yes. 15, 20 years. Seeing all, all these players come through, uh, Sidney Crosby, uh, Naveen Malkin, of course, Tang. Like we've seen all these generational players come through, and we we have been spoiled. Yeah, we, we we are the spoiled. We've brats. said that like as Penguins fans, we have been spoiled. Yeah, we we are the spoiled. Like, we're, brats we're, not, of we're not used to being this. Oh, what do we do in this situation? Being this bad. Yeah. We, oh, we know you're spoiled. <laughs> we and I'll I'll be the first one to admit the Peng us as Penguins fans we are the spoiled brats okay. of the NHL, of I mean, the NHL community. I'm not gonna. I have, I, have no problem, I, I, I have no problem admitting that. And like I don't need the any Detroit Red Wings fans telling us anything different. Like we're we're right. <laughs> I know my team's dog shit. At least I accept <laughs> the, it. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> that's why we're stuck. well. That's the, why we're admitting to being spoiled. Like we don't know how to accept. I mean, we're, we are, but we just don't know how to just quite. Yet. It's like I, it's more of like a, a shell shock kind of thing. It's like, it, it's we, like we haven't been this bad like a smack in the face. Yeah, like, I've been, smack I grew ass, up like, with the Red Wings being absolute fucking dog shit. So, it's, like, it's like our smack in the face, our our spank on the butt. Like wake yeah, up, like, hey, yeah. Time to you, wake up. It's, all I gotta say is, do you know how happy it makes me as a Red Wings fan to see the Red Wings kicking the absolute shit out of your Penguins? Yeah. So politely tug my nuts. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm here trying to speak like an adult, Ethan, and yet you're here. <laughs> it's, it's like I mean, like, Ethan has a right. Like an adult. Ethan has a right at this yeah. point, man. No. I mean, like, yeah, no, he does. You guys not... have given me hell for the last four years about being a Red Wings fan. <laughs> now how's it feel, motherfucker? No, and like, Kyle, no. In all honesty, it's in reverse. Now. In all honesty, Kyle is right. You do have every right to talk straight to us as Bankers fans. As and you best fans. believe I'm going to. Yeah. But I got I'm, four I'm years to catch up, motherfucker. <laughs> He's going to catch up on four years in the next four months of the season. <laughs> four days, thank you. I'm, re I'm ready for it. Uh, it's like telling a rich kid no for the first time. They freak out, they whine, and they complain that they're going to lock yeah. themselves in their room all day. And play their PlayStation 5 on their 95-inch TV. Yeah. In their $700 gaming chair with their $250 headset. Yep. <laughs> All right, so my... Oh, my God, Daddy, the Wi-Fi is acting up. Daddy, help. help. Daddy, please. Mine's a little close to home. I said, what if Marc-Andre Fleury never went to Minnesota? To or Minnesota. never went to Vegas. Or Vegas, that's what I meant, not Minnesota. I mean, regardless, you can do it for either one. I mean, yeah. What if he, if he gets stuck in Chicago for those that painful time that he... he I think he's even said that he did not like being up there. He was glad he was. I think he just said about he's like when he got traded to Minnesota. He goes, yeah, it's a lot better here. Like I don't think he ever blatantly said that he disliked playing in Chicago, 
But when asked how it felt to be in Minnesota, he didn't pull back to say, yeah, it's a, well, it's a lot better here. I like it here. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... I mean, I, I mean, where else could he have gone? That's I mean, kind of where I was gross going with it. Like, what other teams could you see him with, you know, other than Pittsburgh being... He got knowing out of Pittsburgh. somebody in the Metro, like, someone would try to... Oh, somebody would definitely try to grab well, Flurry and use him against us. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hold on. You got to remember during the Ron Hextall days, he probably would have did to Flurry what, you know, Vegas did to Flurry when training him in Chicago. Practically trading him for a friggin' half eaten PBJ and a crumple up $1 bill. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, that's pretty real. Yeah. All right, Ethan, what do you got? For my next one? So I know we no, kind of. last one. <laughs> Fucking eat shit. Uh. So for our next one, I had the, because uh, we kind of talked about the expansion draft and stuff like that. What if we still kept the expansion draft, but it didn't end up going to either Vegas or Seattle? Where do you think? Ooh. That's a good one. Where do you think? The they, uh, the where uh, do you think the league would have looked for the, another? The <laughs> obvious one would Atlanta, be. Atlanta, Quebec City, Houston. Atlanta. Yeah. Houston, Atlanta. Hartford, Atlanta. I'm sorry, I'm just saying enough how many times you're going to give Atlanta a chance. <laughs> I mean, no. yeah, I mean. See, the first thought that came to me was even something. I know, like, they haven't eliminated the possibility of Toronto getting a second team. Well, I was thinking even something like Kansas City. That's another one, yeah. I know Philly needs a team. Does that count? <laughs> Arizona needs a new team. I mean, they have, they have a whole big ass arena. No, they need a, they, no, they need a new arena. I know Detroit needs a new team. They need a college. Well, oh, imagine if, if Arizona makes the playoffs. I know the Penguins need a new team. It's bad when you're fucking up your AHL affiliates doing better than your fucking NHL team. <laughs> fucking retard. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, forgot, I completely forgot what I was going to say now. I was gonna say like I can't I can't wait to see if Arizona makes the playoffs. Give me oh I can't wait to see a sold out crowd of sixty five hundred for a playoff game. I comment by the way I commented that uh, that on uh, one of Steve Dangle podcast networks TikToks and he liked it so I'm pretty proud of that. <laughs> so, but yeah I mean yeah that could have that could have gone anywhere man. That's it that could go over to what I think you he, did. Like, said, what, if, what if Seattle got the team first? You know what if they you know did. Gave like what a couple. I know there's a bunch of teams in the NBA that only have that specific team, like Sacramento. Uh, you go over somewhere in Utah, Milwaukee. Portland, yeah. Milwaukee. I mean, <clears throat> Milwaukee has the Brewers. Yeah, and but, the Bucks. Uh, but e- e- either way, like some some of these cities already have the technically they have the buildings for it. Yeah. You know, Portland and Sacramento. Okay. They they have the buildings to house it. And so you you got to look at some of these other cities that are multi-purpose. Boise. I'm going to use Cleveland as an example. They have, obviously, the NBA's Cavaliers in there. They and then, they, and they then the HL. That's uh, like the Cleveland Monsters, yeah. yeah the yeah, Monsters. Or uh, Columbus. <coughs> so, so you're able to transition some of these buildings into multi-purpose. And I'm going to say even say for the, for the argument of some of the smaller markets, Erie did it for a while. They were home to the Erie Otters. And the Bayhawks. And the, Bayhawks. And the former Bayhawks before they moved they, away. They had the, the football teams, the explosion. Yeah. Know, yeah so like seven different football teams that came yeah. in and out of there. The, the ice, the river, have whatever. The river outs, the so, freeze, so, the some of these storm, cities, the freeze. explosion. So some of these cities that you know only have the one team in the building can't say, Oh, we don't have the money for that. No, no. you have the money. If Erie can do it, you have you the can money. Do it. You just don't want to fucking so, spend it. Can yeah. I jump in on one real quick and then you no. guys can skip me next one? Yeah. yeah. I had an idea. Um, and it's actually one of my what ifs. I said, 
whenever Washington moves, what if D.C. becomes an expansion team? It'll be like New York, where you have the Rangers and the Islanders that are either right next door to each other or right next door to each other. They're Can, not. Yeah. You, don't, you don't think so? The Rangers and Islanders aren't those, what I'm saying. But, well, I, you're saying like same uh, city. Like, same yeah. si same well, city, but they're like, because Rangers and Islanders are only 20 miles from each other. Or kind of twisting Bobo's words here, you got to look at the Islanders, the Devils, and the uh, Flyers. They're all They're, right they're all within an hour and a half drive from each other. So what I'm saying is if... Are they really? Yeah. Yeah. Because... Yeah. you got to remember Philly is, and then New Jersey doesn't I always keep forgetting that so, Philly is like... Fucking an hour and a half outside of New York City. Yeah. It's like an hour and a half in New York City. It's an hour and a half out of like an hour out of Jersey. Like, so the Washington, so they, they have the opportunity there, and I can see where Boba is coming from. So the, so it says the Capitals are going to Potomac Yard in Alexandria, Virginia. I don't know how far that is from D.C., but once okay. the Capitals move to Potomac Yard, could you possibly see Capital One bringing in a separate team, just renaming that team? Probably, they won't probably be the, not. They won't be I mean, the Washington Capitals. They could be. I mean, could that be something. where Arizona would relocate to it? In once that happens, like. Well, then. Here, here's what, what would be the point of them of the Capitals even moving if they're just going to bring in another one? Like. More money on the East Coast. More, more money yeah. for DC. Yeah. I mean, uh, realistically, like. I mean, DC's what, a hockey city. DC. DC how, is a big hockey franchise city, so I can DC's easily see also where that. you go if you feel like getting fucking shanked outside the White House. Well, I almost did that outside. Yeah. Of, that almost happened to me outside a big bar, so we're yeah, pretty here, close. Here, <laughs> here's my next question, kind of going off that, or what if. What if Arizona were to be relocated to the East Coast, say D.C. or Atlanta or Quebec or wherever the fuck you decide to go? No. How do you think the league will look from there? You know, what Raleigh, North Carolina. Well, Ooh. they already have the Carolina Hurricanes Raleigh. Oh, fuck yeah. I'd say, like, to think of teams that have on the East Coast, like, Super Bethel, like Memphis, the Memphis Grizzlies, they have an arena. Yeah, so, some of these teams were, uh, some of these cities where you know you have well, NHL worthy arenas, okay, NHL worthy so fans that don't necessarily have the access unless they drive two or three hours to see the Hurricanes well, or the Predators. So, so I, or I, the doubt they, I doubt they'd put them in Charlotte and have two teams in Carolina. Well, what about, no. well, but, what well, about here's going the thing, back though, down? So again, the Pelicans in New Orleans, they have an arena. What well, about going down to. Back down to Georgia, but not Atlanta. What about putting it in like Savannah? See, I can see Savannah. My only issue with that is, you know, I don't think you'll have the NHL worthy fans yes. in that area. It's a granted, hot, they, hot fucking city. Like it's eighty degrees this time of year down there. So, like, granted, I mean, they, just hockey so atmospheres. Savannah is lucky by having the Ghost Pirates of the ECHL. And of course, and, yeah. And, and I know Jeffy and I have you know family connections to have. I, I, who have I just forget that have the team down yeah. there. Yeah, Jeffy and I have you know family connections who have you know season tickets to the Savannah Ghost Pirates. He said that's the only, other than the Savannah ba bananas that are down there. That's the only thing they have down well, there. Well, so yeah. is the Ghost Pirates. So and I, I, I can't say it's it's a matter of you know heat or hotness because you, you got you know teams in Tampa, uh, Miami, Arizona, Arizona, Vegas, Vegas Dallas. Like I, I don't think heat's a big thing. It's just the market that you you're kind of forcing this team into. Or do you want to do another Florida team? I don't. And I, do something like uh, well, there's like Fort Myers Florida. or there's Fort Lauderdale. Florida teams. I San Jose. I, I think what that comes down to is the fan base because you, you already have some pretty loyal fans, whether they're you know loyal to Tampa or Florida. Or the, or Florida. Like it, it's going to be tough adding a third team into that. Well, they already have three uh, teams: San Jose, that's oh, California. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
I'm thinking ignore, wrong side. Uh, ignore Boba. There, there I love San Jose, Florida. I'm thinking ignore, wrong ignore my 12 year old retarded cousin in the background. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm thinking wrong side of the country. Uh, like, granted, I mean, I, I know there are states with three teams in there, only being New York and California, but yeah. I do not think that Florida has the space, the fan base for another team. Or I should say the Southeast does not well, have another. Well, going back I, I to. Feel, I feel like that's what really. Well, what, that's one of the many things that hurt Atlanta. With both their both their teams, both their opportunities. Yeah. But who's who's next? Who's the next one? Jeff. Um, mine as well. Um, kind of since we are talking about um, different cities, um, what if Pittsburgh had left the Steel City? Like, where where would their franchise be? You know, that was actually that's, one of my. That's one of that's one of my. I said that too. I, I said well, I said what if Mario Lemieux didn't buy the Penguins? So I mean. Yeah, so I mean, very, I guess I can tie into all three of ours. That's, that's, why why we, that's why we each. That's why we each had like eight or nine of these to make sure we didn't, uh, you know, have repeats. But we did. Three of us had the same one. <laughs> but yeah, what what? So this is pretty much what you're going for is like, what if Lemieux didn't buy the Penguins? Yeah, what if much. the Penguins, you know, didn't get saved, or what if the Penguins had to relocate? I don't think the number one contender was Kansas City. Kansas City, I remember, was the uh, was like the number one contender for where we would have gone if we didn't get bought out by Lemieux. I mean. I could even see another team in Carolina. I just kind of think of that too. We're like, how did the respect to that that Lemieux owned the team and was still playing for them at the same time? And he said he owned the team in the early '90s. Then he actually bought the team and actually owned them. And then he bought like paid for them. Yeah. And he played like literally minimum way, like the minimum. I, hey, I no, I don't think he even got paid. He's like, look, I don't care if I get paid. I get paid by the franchise on the back end. Just let me play again and then go for yeah, it. Which is insane. <laughs> he figured he. He brought. He, he was so popular. He's like, he's like, I'll help this team no matter by any cost. Like, this team is staying. Like, I don't care what it costs. I don't care what I have to do. This team will be staying in Pittsburgh regardless. Yeah, and that's. Insane. I mean, at that time he was, you know, forty, forty-one years old, and he's still. I mean, he only played twenty-six games and put up twenty-two points as wow. a forty, forty-one year old. And that's <laughs> that's insane. But uh, I guess moving on to another one of mine, find one that Jeffy didn't steal. Um, oh, speaking of kind of similar, I mean, I guess this is a year prior. Uh, what if there had not been a lockout in 2004-2005? Who, who do we think could have won the cup that year if, if they played? And I guess, that, that I, guess I, I didn't realize that this ties into a second of mine. Because of that, what if the Penguins didn't win that 05 lottery because of that lockout year? <coughs> where could, who would have won? Where, where would Crosby have been? Ooh. I feel like Carolina would have won again, or Calgary, or Edmonton, or one of those top four teams of of that day, yeah. of that era. Yeah, I know Washington was up there, or not Washington. Anaheim was up there. Ottawa and was. I, Ottawa. I I know Anaheim got screwed out of two draft lotteries with the 0405 season, and then the 2223 season. You know, getting them screwed out of you know Bedard, but yeah. I feel like Crosby would have been on the West Coast versus the East Coast here. I know there, there would have been a possibility of Washington getting that first overall as well. So I m- imagine they got both C- Crosby and Ovechkin. <sighs> would, would there even be that argument of who's better because they're on the same fucking team? Like, oh, that would spark a huge argument. Like, I mean, <laughs> it would they would they would break it down to stats. It'd be the argument of who, who be more the argument. Okay, who is the face of this franchise instead of who's yeah, better? Yeah, they would they would a little bit. Or who would be who would be the who would be the captain? Yeah, like, who, who's gonna. Who's going to lead that so like, team? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, who, a number one, number one contender that I saw that people were saying with how good just the teams were in the 03-04 season, or going back the past couple years before that, one of the top one of the top contenders people think would have won that year was the Red Wings. So would we see another another ring another banner hanging up in Little Caesar Arena right now? Yeah. Or well, what could, could have gone to again other teams that were good that time around that time period? The Devils, the Avalanche, the Lightning had just came off of a win there that year. The what the Ducks won the year they came back, or the Hurricanes came won the year they came back. We, we, we who would have won that year, man? Like <laughs> that's that, that'd be be a crazy year for sure. It would have been. All right, whose turn is it? Bobo. Yeah. Uh, oh, we were skipping Bubba. Yeah, Actually, skipping no, I, I have one kind of sp- spinning off of Kyle, if you guys don't mind. Yeah. Speaking of, we'll bounce back to me. Yeah, speaking of the 0405 lockout, uh, what if after that season there was still no salary cap? That's actually was one. I had one of those, so. Yeah, w- what if NHL, or the NHLPA, decided to have no salary cap? I, I wouldn't like it. I said, I don't like it. The, I don't like the fact that baseball doesn't have one. I don't. See, I'm the same way. I don't like how baseball. Like, would the pe- would the Penguins be have been as stacked as they were in like 08, 09, or like the 16, 17? Like, I mean, that's yeah, maybe. Because I mean, we were a smaller market, right around. Right, even with the with the salary cap, we were a small market. And, like, almost got with the salary cap, we almost got sold and got sent somewhere else because I, I we guess, couldn't, didn't couldn't afford it. I guess my biggest thing about that, I feel. Imagine like if we did. If there wasn't a salary cap, and we were going up against teams like you know Tampa. Washington, the the original six guys. I'd say Toronto. like oh, oh Toronto's never said yeah. six ten run. Pretty much like some of the big teams in the MLB. Pretty much the original six would be like uh, those. Those would be the big market teams. Be yeah, the big market. So like they'd be, like they would be. I mean, the Penguins could also be up there because they were you know part of that that first expansion you know in 1967. But I mean, who who's to say that that who's to say that would have been the case? Because you figured they had to pretty much, like, release and trade all the di- their their back-to-back dynasty teams and just so... Yeah. Because they were struggling with finances and everything, so... Yeah. I really think, though, like, if the salary cap didn't exist still to this day, it'd, it'd just be dominated by just the, the original six and maybe... One of the new expansion teams like Vegas or something like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I do feel like with more money there would be more problems though. I feel like people. I feel like players wouldn't give their hundred percent because they know they're gonna get some extraordinary amount of money. It's one of those things where it's like, okay, he does I'm, actually kind of make a point. I'm getting oh, paid. Like, let's look at the baseball dude. I'm getting paid seven. What was it? Seven hundred. Seven hundred million. Seventy million dollars oh, a year. Okay, I never have to hit a baseball again the rest of my life. I'm gonna strike out every time I'm up bat. I'm gonna miss foul balls. Why? I'm already speaking under contract. of. Someone did the math. Like Shohei Otani will pretty much be making more money with one at bat than any one of us in this studio will make in a year. Yeah. Like well, it's and, well, and that's what I'm saying. It's he, like one oh, at bat, he'll be making more see, than us in a year. And that's what I'm saying. Not it's, all of us combined, but like one, each individual well, person. And again, it's like, oh, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna strike out, or I'm gonna miss foul, but I'm gonna miss, I'm gonna miss fly Realistically, balls. he could do. That, I'm gonna yeah. miss this. Why? I'm already set for life. I'm, I'm making seven hundred million dollars. If I did that with hockey, who wouldn't be the sport it is today? And I think you would have goalies missing pucks, you'd have players missing slap shots. Coach choose them out. Like, oh, sorry, coach. 
which I didn't know I'm getting paid to stop pucks. I think a lot of it too is also like kind of like some of the top obviously players that are now the most paid right now, like your Austin Matthews, your Connor McDavid's, like they're gonna be. They would already be asking more than what their contracts are. Are already like they'd be probably like, hey, since there's no salary cap, we're gonna be. I should be. It yeah. should be getting paid even more <clears throat> than what I'm. Like, hey, we're we're gonna offer you know this many dollars, McDavid and Eichel and Drysaddle on the, these top players in the league, just so then back to back years we can win these Stanley Cups and, you know, don't you can't even fucking touch us right now, you know. Yeah. Go back to Ethan then. Ethan, what do you got? Um. So, Ovi made it clear while he was going through that he's trying to break Gretzky's record, be the all-time goal scorer, everything like that. If he was, what if Ovi was not going for Gretzky's record? Where do you see him now? He'd probably be calling it quits here, probably. I would say, do you think he would? With with the start he's off to this season, I. He has it. His, his age is definitely catching it's up. Starting it's starting to show, showing, especially yeah. this year. It's starting. Last year, I was like, "All right, maybe he's proving well, wrong," but this year, it's really it's starting really to show. Well, but, but, but go ahead. Call. Sorry, go ahead. Do you think he would be okay with taking second if he gets too, if he gets too? I, I think at this point, probably. He, what does he, what, he have? Three goals so far this season. Yeah. He, but some four. Like four. Four is a four. And he, hasn't, he hasn't scored in the last ten games. Yeah, he's. But but here's the other thing that I was going to say. It took saying. him like 9-10 games to get that first goal too. Like, but here, really? here's the other yeah. thing that I can, I can say up to it. It's like look at what Conor. McD- I mean, I get it. The age difference between McDavid and Ovechkin. You know, McDavid's yeah, a hell of a long. 12, Twelve year difference. <laughs> <laughs> but look, look at what both McDavid and Drysdale have done. You know, the first 10 games they both were they were they were dog shit. But now they're finally you know getting back to the normal cells. You know, producing these points. Yeah. Ovechkin might be able to do the same. Just it might take a little while longer because he's quite a bit older than so, I mean, I Leon. Think, I'm pretty Connor. sure it was the frenzy night, the 16 game slate night that was when Ovechkin finally got his first goal. Yeah. So remember, yeah. I think I remember watching it like, oh, there it is. He finally scores his first. And what's crazy to think, a week, pretty much next Saturday the 23rd, is when he officially passed um, Gordy Howe on that. Oh wow. So yeah. it's almost where it's coming up on a year since he became but, the second all. Yeah, I do think that he'll he will be okay with second. I really think he's still what seventy away. Yeah, sixty five something like that. So, I, so um, he'd, he'd have to go sixteen seventy away. He'd, he'd have, have to. So go at this at this rate, if he plays like this, he's still gonna have to play another five, six four or five years. years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I really unless think he goes off and explodes for another 30, 40 goals in the last. 50 games of this, 40 games of the season. And I mean, if I were Ovi, I would aim myself to a goal a game. That I would just. That's still very tough to do at his age. I know, but still, if he really wants to break that record. I, I can see him maybe getting to 20 this year, 25, if we're lucky. So if he plays three I mean, more as seasons. Much as as well, much as I don't want to say dislike I have for him with him being just a longtime rival of ours. I have respect for him. I, I always to, have. I don't like him as a player. I never have, but right. I can respect him. And like, it'd be it'd be cool to see something historical like that be broken yeah. in our lifetime. You know, to be able to witness something like that. Well, we have to. I mean, I, I feel like he's like PK Subban. Like you, you fucking hate him on the ice. You fucking yeah. hate what he does on the ice. But like behind the scenes, I know 
PK has done amazing things up in uh, up in Montreal with the Children's Hospital. He still does. He, he still, still does. does. Same and thing with like Tom Wilson. Yeah, even like somebody like Tom Wilson who does nothing. But he does a lot of charity work and a lot of stuff for kids. That, and that stuff he, like that. he might be he might be a trash can on the ice, but off the ice, like he. He's a, like he's a prime example of what you you aim to be as a, a as a human as an adult as an individual like yeah, that's, that's that's what you want to be like, as you I think everybody back. in this room would love to you know have as much money as somebody like them to be able to be able to do something and make oh, a change yeah. in the world to do something for children or you know mm -hmm. absolutely just anything yeah. you know I, I do think though so I think um, it was what Ovi and Wilson when they won the cup took the cup up to the children's <laughs> hospital they're in uh, and, and they're, they're like hey like, I, I want to bring cheer and happiness to you guys I know you guys are in a tough like dark moment in your life but you know, something like this. I know it's a little gesture, but I know those little gestures yeah. go a long and way. I think, like, the bonus that they got for winning the cup, like, they literally gave, like... I think they gave, like, three quarters of it like to Like, most the of yeah. their... Of that bonus to, like, chari like mm -hmm. charities or that hospital. The, these hospitals in Washington, D.C., and that's that's awesome for yeah. these guys. And yeah. Now, I, I kind of have something to spin off of that. Obviously, you know, Ovech I think Ovechkin came out with this recently. You know, Sid he, he said in an interview, Sidney Crosby and I had practically saved this league back, you know, once we, they were coming out of the lockout, a dark time in the NHL in the league. We had saved these guys from, you know, the NHL from a, a dark moment. We, we brought them back to the light and, you know, actually made them the, a big four league in, in North America. What if Ovechkin and Crosby were never around to do that? Where do you think our league would be in a time of need? To be honest, I think it would be a strictly Canadian sport. They'd pull everybody out of the U.S., reassign teams up in Canada, and be a strictly so you, you think, Canadian. You, you think the NHL wouldn't even exist no, in America? fuck no. I think being that it was... What, without, without, without Crosby, Crosby or, or, or With the whole... Or maybe have teams like Detroit that just border... Canada. You, you, yeah, you got... You have it kind of be like another OHL. Yeah. You, you got these teams teams like Seattle, Minnesota, Detroit, Buffalo, these teams that are, you know, within walking distance of the Canadian yeah. border. Where... So it would be a big boy OHL, basically. It'd be... Right. But at the same time, I think that's a little bit of a stretch. I think... I, I think it's... A little bit of a stretch. I, I definitely don't think hockey was would be as big as it no. is right now. Oh, it wouldn't be as big as it is, but saying, like, oh, the NHL wouldn't I, exist I without I Crosby don't or Ovi. Think, I definitely don't think that they would have been able to afford the two expansion teams that they've done since that happened. I don't, no, no we'd, we'd, still, we'd still have 30 teams in the league. Yeah, we'd still have 30, but would they, have, would they have even bothered to relocate Atlanta to Winnipeg? Would they have bothered, you know? To be honest, probably to, not. To keep around these two new teams, like... At the time of the lockout, you know, Minnesota and Columbus were the two new boys in the lock. Yeah, like, would they, would they, they came in cared to continue to carry those teams on? Would we, would we still be looking at a 28-team league right now? Like, Right, but just to go out and say, oh, well, the league wouldn't even fucking exist I'm without not saying OB. The league, I'm not saying the OB. league wouldn't exist. I'm saying... You said it would be, be a, a strictly Canadian... Yeah, it would be... There, maybe That means that NHL would not exist. Then it would be a big boy CHL. See it. <laughs> CHL 2.0, Electric yeah. Boogaloo. Well, hold on. That, the, the thing I had to say with you, Ethan, is it won't, like, it'd still be an NHL, the NHL, considering you know we still have those American teams, Seattle, Detroit, Buffalo, because you can't say it's a Canadian hockey team with uh, our league. With the th I know the OHL does the same thing with the three American teams, but like this is the fucking NHL. Like, with, and with all due respect to what you, you're saying and what you're doing, it's like there has to be some give and take when it comes to... Uh, 
this big, this professional of a league as the NHL. And right, like, but I, 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 I don't, I don't see it being like, oh well, we will let's just relocate an entire fucking league of a sport up into Canada just because these two guys aren't playing in the league. Right. I think that's a bit of a fucking stretch. No, Am I, I yeah, wrong yeah. for saying no, that? No, no, you're not, and I'm not. I'm not saying that you're wrong. Like you. That's you, what I was. That's you, what I was meaning. I think. Is, it's, I think Bobo didn't come off how he wanted to come off more than anything there, but. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's it's an argument to have for sure. I, I'm not I'm not taking anything away from you. Like I I understand. Oh, I, I see I see where you come from, and I I understand where you come from. But like, there is. <laughs> I know there's. I know there can be a little bit of give and take to it, like you said, with Detroit, with Seattle, with whatever fucking teams. But no, I don't believe that Ovi and Crosby are the ones that would keep the NHL in America. That's fair. That's fair. Like, yeah, they're great no. players. They're generational players, but they're not like, oh, I'm gonna bend the will of God to keep this fucking league here. But okay, so here's my qu- next question, specific for Ethan, because I I want to understand where like the the depths of you, like where where do you think the current NHL would be if Crosby and Ovi weren't around? It would definitely be a different. I'm not saying that it would be, oh, it's going to be the same league or it's going to be fucking better, because that would just be a bold-faced lie. But it would definitely be different, but I don't think it would be different in a negative way. I think that there would have been maybe more opportunity for some of the players that would have played with Ovi and Crosby to fill their... Bro, a lot of these like smaller names guys would have to step up in the spotlight and not, not have to worry. About, okay, this guy's fine. He can be the face of the league. Exactly. You know? and, and I get you know these teams instead you know, of other Pittsburgh guys have Jimmy Mulkin and uh, you know Washington has you know Nicholas Backstrom. Granted, his you know health issues, but I mean, who who had been the big guy at, in Washington at the time? Back, Backstrom. Backstrom. Has, he, has he been playing longer than Ovi? No, he. He he came in a year after o- Ovi. Recently, who was one of the big names still playing for Washington at the time? What was that? Two thousand five. They were drafted. Four to two thousand four. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I can't remember who would have been hold on. big at the time over there. Hold on. Washington. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm I, just gonna look up the roster from no, that you're, year. You're good because I I kind of want to see where you're like what you're trying to attack. Well, or well, what we're you're we're looking to that up real for. quick. I think it may have just been the thing of I misunderstood what Bobo was saying, but I was because he's like. Well, because Kyle said something about, like, oh, you don't think that NHL would exist in America without Crosby and Ovi. And I'm like, no, that's completely fucking retarded. Like, that was I, the first thought that came to my head. I just wanted to try and understand, like, where you come from with where this league would be when it comes to... Uh, Real quick, you know, what we're looking at. Uh, we had... Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Adam Henrique, real quick, while, we're, while he's looking that up. Adam Henrique... Uh, just played tonight was his 859th career NHL game. Oh, he wow. just now in that game recorded his first career hat trick. Wow! 859 games, and that was his first hat trick. So, uh, congrats. That's took you long enough, but congrats, <laughs> Adam Henrique. <laughs> About the own time, man. Uh, Washington Capitals 2004 roster. Um. Well, this is from the 0304 season, which would have been about the same. So, I mean, wow. we had Robert Lang, we had Sergey Go- Sergey Gonchar. Gonchar is one that uh, could have been. Yager was down there. Yager, yeah, that honestly. Peter yeah. Bondra. Yager definitely wouldn't. Would he have spent? Would he have spent more time 
over down in Washington to and continue he, to be like the face of that team. Bates Pataglia. Would he have played for the eight different teams that he ended up playing for? Uh, let's see. Did he go straight from Pittsburgh to Washington, or did yeah. he go Pittsburgh to Rangers, Washington? No, uh, Washington, Washington, then the Rangers. Rangers. Okay. Well, I, I don't know, because he... Olaf Kolzig. Kolzig, yeah. Because Yager left in the 0-2-3 season, after the 0-2-3 season, okay. right? Yeah. So, like, I, 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 I know the Penguins sold him off to the Capitals when they were having the, the, the money woes, yeah. or whatever you want to call it as. But, like, I know Yager, like, being the face of the franchise, Yager might have been that, like, if, assuming Ovi was, you know, never existed, if he was never around... Yager might have tried to be that number one guy for the for the Capitals until I don't even know when. They Who knows? Would. Yeah. But I, for these, what else? I only got like two more ones that I think are worth discussing. Yeah, I yeah. have maybe one more and one that we have discussed previously. So this will be a quick one. I know we've talked dot, dot, touched the topic before, but I don't know if we've done it like a full like what if debate about it. What if the NHL did go back to the one one versus eight playoff format? I would absolutely I'd like love that. that. I'd love that. I'd love that. I mean, it, I love how, it when how the, different some playoff series in the past would have looked. I love oh, yeah. how, how, how many how different the league, how different like current playoff picture would look right now. See, I, that's how I like how the OHO does it, like the one through eight. Like, I yeah. I personally like. I know they know. used to do that. That's. Um, that's. I want to say they just stopped that in like 2014, 2015. Some recently, like yeah. yeah. Well, I have one thing to kind of spin off of that. I know they, you know, since they've searched over from the 1v8 to wild card spots or whatever, mm-hmm. what if the NHL didn't have divisions or, hell, even conferences? Ooh. Like, what if it's just 32 teams? Just 32 teams thrown in there. You got one versus 16, two th- cool. versus 15, cool. whatever. Wow. Like, I don't care if you're the number one Boston versus the number 16 Arizona. Like, how would the league look? Is that what it be? Is this Arizona 16 right now? No, I'm just throwing names okay. out there. Like, I'm not saying that Arizona 16 or Boston's one, but, like... That'd be interesting. <laughs> That'd be really... So, I mean, I was just going to do mine, because mine, again, is another playoff-related one, so I was yeah. just going to finish off my last two here. Uh, I think it's something we have also touched previously as well. That's why I just want to kind of raffle off these two. What if the NHL did their playoff series similar to the MLB format? What's the MLB, MLB does it like the, the wild card series or the first series is three games, the divisional series is five games, and then the championship and the finals are seven. So kind of. Oh. So what if we did like a five-five-seven-seven seven, or like a three-five-seven-seven? Seven? Actually, what so like, how, how many times have we have seen a two-game sweep or a three-game sweep in the past just couple years yeah. in the first two rounds? How many times have we have seen a sweep? Because wasn't that, the bubble very close? Fun? It was similar. I mean, we still did. We just did the play-in, which was three. Then it was seven-seven. Okay, seven, but. Here's my next question, and I, I don't remember who, which YouTube video I saw or what channel I saw it off of, but they're kind of uh, based on the NHL playoff formats or playoffs format of the NBA. Because the NBA, what they do is they do a mid-season like, playoff run. I know like that's a, what they're, they're just wrapped up. Yeah, they, they just, they, like Jeffy said, they just wrapped up. But what if the NHL did something like that, where like <clears throat> the current... Top sixteen teams or eight or what, however you want to divide it up, go into the play, like a midseason playoff. It's not going to count for anything like a like a Wayne Gretzky jer- trophy for the midseason yeah. championship or whatever before the All Star really, break. That would be really cool. Now, I know we can go into more details about this later on because I don't have everything in front well, of me. We can even just do a part two with this. All the big conversations we have. Like, well, they, like, I, I need, I would need. 
I would need some time to get together all the formats and get yeah. everything together so I have it right in front of me and present to you guys with all the accurate so, info so then I give you all the shits right here, right yeah, now well, for you guys to go off. So what I mean by that, and this might be an episode, you know, next or after Christmas break down the road, a few years from now. Well, they, you know, this check might be mark, a, well, check mark all the ideas that we think we have left, on, that we have more to continue on. And then we, that night before, or the couple of days before, we re-listened to this specific episode, just get our thoughts in shape and come in that well, weekend. They, and at least in the second half with the yeah. Well, they, this might be something leading into our all-star break or whatever. Which yeah. I'll, I'll discuss with you guys after, after our episode. Again, yeah, we, can, we can discuss yeah. it more when we hit hit end recording here. But uh, anybody got more? Um, more what-ifs? I, I got, I have. I have two more. I can, I can do two more. HD two more. I'm done. Yeah, so I'm, okay. I'm also at least, done, at least so. no so, more that I want to discuss. So. Uh, the first one I have is kind of bouncing off the call, and, and I said, "What if the NHL expands to 40 teams?" Can we pretty much just say, talk yeah. about that? Yeah, yeah. we did. Okay. Pretty much did. Yeah. Well, then uh, my last one is, "What if there were no goaltenders in hockey? If it was like a six v six or a seven v seven, and it would just be straight." Then it wouldn't be hockey. Defense. But it would It'd be pretty like, much be like a it basketball. Would be, it would be straight offense defense. Oh, can you, you imagine a, a Penguins Flyers game ending with a final score of thirty seven to twenty six? It would be like a, it would be a straight, <laughs> you know, almost like a street. Sidney Crosby would be well past one thousand goals at this point. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, now the last one I had is, or the two that I had is. What if there wasn't a net in hockey? <laughs> I, I, I thought that was. What's the fucking point of that? Like, I shoot towards the fucking big protective net. How many here. more goals would go in? I had, this one. This one. Good just, kick. Pittsburgh Penguins. Three points. Like we can this, actually have a kicker for the Pittsburgh Penguins. I'm the kicker for the Penguins. <laughs> this one's just funny. What if John, John Tortorella was a good coach? <laughs> you know what? I do have one more after Ethan. This is this one's gonna be funny too. But no, what life. if John Tortorella wasn't a heaping pile of shit? <laughs> no, we'd actually have a good coach out of him. So I know we've talked about McDavid and uh, you know him going to other places and whatever. What about Leon? What if Leon actually got traded? Not saying he could have been dra- he could have been drafted by Edmonton, which I think he was. He was. Um, but what if he got traded from Edmonton? Where do you think he would go, and who do you think that they could get to replace him? Hmm. He could. He goes to Detroit. If I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> yeah. Going Stevie White. He, he goes yeah. to Detroit. Honestly, honestly, now with them having the space with one of their big guys just leaving, it's going to sound stupid, but just with how much success they're having right now. Because what else do they need? But they just got rid of a big contract when he just retired. Boston. Boston. Two. Two big contracts. With Who's the second Bergeron, Bergeron and... Uh, I'm trying to break. Um, Krejci. Krejci. Oh, Krejci's oh, yeah. on too. That's right, yeah. I forgot about it. Can you imagine the first line of, like, Pasta... Leon and Brad. Brad. Oh, oh. man. <laughs> and the second line, you throw Not Krejci even a Boston and... fan. I'm like, oh, man. Krejci, that'd be Krejci's a- gone. We just said Krejci. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm fucking... Bobo, I'm about to take my laptop and smack you in the fucking head. <laughs> fucking okay. do and it. Then and then Bobo's drugs are still I need another wearing surgery. off. And then... <laughs> you, you need more than a surgery, all right? You well, need some IQ I, I had number fucking seven the, two weeks ago, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, it was on your foot, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then the final one. This one I think I specifically targeted at Kyle. I, I targeted one at Kyle, too. <laughs> what if 
What if the Leafs didn't have their big cup drought? How many cups do you think they would have won over the years? Why is, why is that directed at me? Because you're always Mr. Oh, the Leafs are going to go on the way this year. I never said they were going to go all the way. I just said they were going to get out of the first round. <laughs> but uh, I do believe that this is the Leafs' year. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve Dangle. Let's I was about to say, we're about to see the, the, a new LFR video featuring Kyle Chirpak. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God. I don't know. I mean, that's I mean, that's a good one. They would at least, probably would have gotten at least one. I, think I, was, I was thinking couple. at least I was thinking at least two or three more. I, I, mean, I, th- I think two. last year was their best chance. You know, that's, that's the year right. I, ended up, I finally ended up being right after seeing it all four seasons. So we far. we want Florida, right? <laughs> yeah. We want. They Flo- didn't want Florida. And then my last one was just I would pick it on Kyle, and I said, "What if jo- what if John Gibson wasn't Kyle's kryptonite for Chell?" Then uh, you then, you, then there you would have gone through <laughs> a lot be, more fucking controllers. Then, I, then I'd be undefeated <laughs> against Bobo and Chell. Hi. And you would one have been big, one of the big three isn't undefeated against Bobo. <laughs> and then you would have, you would have, more than likely gone bankrupt with buying controllers. <laughs> yeah, probably. And but. Jeff, you said you had one or two more. I had two more, but I think the one we kind of on multiple have covered, which was like, what if the NHL and the WHA. Which that's where Edmonton came from. Which never, I saw. That's one of them I almost put down. Like, what if they never, like, a mer- com- never merged? Yeah. Like, I fear, I wanted to bring that one, but I fear we kind of all agree they would eventually would have came in the yeah. expansion. Um, and then the last one, which I think it would be kind of, um, what? so if what Yager was still obviously playing in the NHL, like, or if he would have spent his, like, before he left for, was is it the Czech Kate, League? The Czech League, yeah. So instead of him leaving for the check league, just stayed in the NHL, finished his career, full, his full career. Mm-hmm. Like, You're talking about, like, since he left in 2018 or when he left from, like, 04 to like tw- 10? Like the 28. When like, he left after 20, the 2018 season? Yeah, like, he's still in the NHL, not what, specifically with the Penguins. Like, would, would he still be with Calgary? Like, or would he be uh, How many different teams would he have played yeah, for? <laughs> pretty much. He probably would have played with all 32 to NHL teams <laughs> at this point. Like, would he, I mean, that's... Would he still be playing... I, mean, I think I the way the league is, how much it's ch- changed from the time he... I, I, I don't think he'd still be around. It's gotten I think even he more, it gets be. more and more physical. As that's what I was going to... So, I don't know, man. That's a, that'd be a tough call, but that's a good, that's a good question. I wanted to bring that. I'm like, <laughs> since, he's, since he's still playing, and yeah. <laughs> it's just still crazy <laughs> to think at 52 years old. He, he's still producing the way that he is. Yeah. yeah. Um, you good, Kyle? I think so. I think Jeff, I'm, Jeff I'm good. you good? Yep. Bo, are you good? We Gucci. I think that about... Uh, Ethan? What? You good? <laughs> With the episode, not yourself. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that... So that about does it for I, our... Uh, I, I got the outro, if you don't mind. Because yeah. I, I have something written down for for everybody. <laughs> not not only the five of us, but yeah. for our fans. So. But I'd say, yeah, we'll wrap up our Lord of the Rings length episode here. So definitely, This is definitely our longest episode to date. We're, we're at the, like two hours, 15 minutes right now. <laughs> nice. So I, I got the outro... You know, after this. So, um, first of all, I want to speak for all five of us by saying thank you, everybody here, to helping the Buckbusters wrap up our 2023 chapter of the Buckbuster Studios. You know, we had a a roller coaster of a year, if I do say myself. uh, Agreed. And I I, I have a feeling that everybody here is going to agree whether you're vocal like Jeff or non-vocal like the other three. But, um, you know... 
I, as they say in the Czech Republic, you know, Nazdrum, and I, I feel like Jeff might be the only one here who yep. knows what it means. But yep. for those of you who don't know what it means, Nazdrum is as Czech for here's to you, here's to me, here's a good time with good friends. Now let's have a let's have a drink together. So we want to thank everybody here listening in day in day out, regardless of where you're from, what you're listening on. You know, thank, thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts for making us as big as we are, or as successful as we are. Um, <clears throat> obviously, the, through this holiday season, we're going to be continuously posting on social media, whether it's TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, whatever the fuck you guys, you guys look at us at, you know, thank you guys. And until we meet again, we are your Buckbuster Studios. And we'll see you in 2024. Yeah, have a safe New Year, guys. Yeah. See you guys. Have a good Christmas. See ya. Bye! Deuces. Ah!